right, there we are. And I did not edit this particular scene. <laughs> no, I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit off center here. Uh, and with a incorrect name, let's uh, let's fix this. <laughs> if you give me five minutes, I'll shave my head, get my glasses, and we'll sort this out. I, I did not know you had glasses. Uh, I do, uh, but I never wear them publicly. Ah, I, I'm having a hard time envisioning it, honestly. Uh, only uh, for reading stuff generally, like, so it's just, I'm getting older. Yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking earlier today, it's, uh, it's been like right at two years since you did that Bubsy video with John and yeah, and then you were here in North Carolina and you streamed Bubsy and Cybernator from my house here. And like last year doesn't feel like it, it existed. So like, there is no way that feels like it was two years ago. Like, holy cow. I know. I haven't even thought about this. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I visited you for the very first time in 2019 in April. It was like April 26th, was it? I'm I sure. don't know I mean, exactly the, when it the was. The streaming yeah. date. Yeah, that you could find the stream archive and I'm there. And that would be the day we met each other. But yeah, that was crazy, wasn't it? That's so long ago now. But so you're right. Last year feels like... It didn't quite happen. So, yeah, some people were saying I'm a bit quiet. I mean, I, I just turned myself up a tiny, I, I would, a tiny bit. I would never believe that. Yeah, I, I am. Anyone not quite, says you're quiet, I'm I would not, not believe it. I'm not it. quite sure I believe it either. In fact, maybe, maybe what I really need to do is turn Audie down because, you know, Audie, as we all know, is a soft talker and uh, he has mastered it. 2 a.m., I will be very soft. He has mastered his audio levels, though, so that he is <laughs> no longer soft. So I may have overestimated how much I needed to have him turned up. So, okay, ho hopefully that's a that's a bit more balanced now. Uh, well, it's always going to be someone who just doesn't hear us. Like the, every stream we do, it's always like two people. It's like ah, it's too low. I can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. I, no. I, I'm always wondering if they're like watching us from a tunnel. Just well, like I mean, I think I think most people are used to watching YouTube videos that don't attempt to balance uh, the audio levels at a reasonable level, so everything's just super loud anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got uh, we've got Artemio in the chat. As oh, always, legendary Artemio. Always, yeah, yeah. always a treat. I uh, never. I don't think we ever spoken directly, but I'm certainly a fan of Artemio's work. So. Uh, and, uh, before we really get going here, I saw there was a $10 super chat from uh, good old Chris Fratz, who was, uh, active in the digital foundry, uh, stream the other day as well. Uh, yes, saying, I think uh, he funds half my paycheck. Say, <laughs> uh, welcome to the first episode of what's in the wrong pack. Try anyway, <laughs> yes. I'm excited to see what Audi has in store for you. May we laugh at you and have fun. Happy Easter. If you celebrate it. Well, well thank you. Happy Easter anyway. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's establish talk a little what we're doing today. Yes. Establish because, what we're doing. So let know, me, Cor Cor Corey's not here. Right. So we can't tell us so we can't do this. And you 
you want me to kind of pick some games. So what I did was, uh, I think there's like 27 games. I think I think that's right. It's 27 games of uh, a variety of quality and uh, origins. Some questionable, some uh, probably legal. Uh, but what we're going to do is you're going to go through them. I renamed them all to not show the name. Yep. And you have to beat at least one stage of each game. Okay. So all of these definitely have it. stages? <laughs> I think most of them would have stages. If if there's one of them that don't, we'll, we'll come up with something. You know, we'll we'll change the rules as we need. But yeah. I think most of them would have stages. Well, if... If if Audi truly is the Easter Bunny, then I hope he will have brought me Super Mario Brothers Nine, Donkey Kong Country Nine, and Sonic the Hedgehog Nine. Man, uh, <laughs> I am saving Granddad Seven for another day. So don't, don't expect it. So we are on the Mister here today. I'm using. Uh, I wasn't even sure if this would work, but it, it does. I'm using the. <laughs> The 8-Bit yeah, like, Doge Bros with the uh, the NES Classic uh, controller wirelessly with my Mister. I am not very familiar with Mister, but uh, as I was doing the episode with Joe for GameSack, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet, you can go see the bootleg episode, which uh, I helped Joe make. I, I've not write. seen the entire episode yet, so it's possible there were games in that that are in what we've got here that I, I did not, uh, that I will not recognize from that. <laughs> I'm sure the fans, I'm sure the fans will see it. But uh, yeah, when I was doing that, we had a lot of trouble because I have a lot of these bootleg cards uh, in cartridge form. I like buying bootlegs, like original game bootlegs, oh, yeah. mind you. A fi- you. You are a, a, uh, a, bootleg, a, a bootleg connoisseur. <laughs> you got to go and, authentic uh, with your fakery. Oh, of course. Uh, but what we realize is that Mister does not support a lot of these uh, obscure mappers. I'm really not sure where to go to kind of report that. Yeah, I'm guessing GitHub. But I mean, uh, you know, I guess another option could have been I could have played on the NT Mini, which I think has the most no, overall that... coverage of mappers. I... But actually, we checked on the John's anti mini, and uh, some of those mappers aren't supported oh, okay. there either. So, and from what I could gather when I was looking around, was some posts suggested that just like oh, there's not enough game to warrant the work. But mm-hmm. uh, I, f- I mean, if the mappers are already out there and yeah, FCUX stuff can use it. I don't know if you can port that over to Mister. I'm, I'm really not sure how Mister works. Yeah, yet, so. I don't. I don't know. But you know, I've I've been learning a lot more about Mister. I learned a lot about Mister doing Analog Frontiers Part Three. So, I see Artemio actually saying you can report him to him. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I will be messaging you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, let's hope there's a huge bootleg uh, wave coming to Mister. Oh, oh, oh yes, you can. You can. Uh, I mean, Ar- Ar- Artemio. Uh, Artemio will be sure to make the time for you uh, mm-hmm. to, to get to get done what needs being done. <laughs> well, I mean, it's preservation, right? If the mystery is going to preserve gaming for 100 years, it needs to preserve everything. Uh, I have no idea why I put up Gumshoe for the background, mostly because it doesn't have sound. Gumshoe is, yeah, that is not one of the games. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's we, too good. We can't, uh, we can't play uh, light gun games uh, in this uh, configuration anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we've got uh, we've got twenty seven games here. Uh, I assume you have not yourself tested them on a Mister, but you uh, believe uh, that their mappers are supported. So 
uh, I think all of these uh, work. I, 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 I may have not updated my mister in a month or so, but hopefully they work. <laughs> hmm. So here, here we go. I, I guess we're just going to go straight down the list so we don't get confused. But remember the rules, try one level per game. One level per game. All right. Make, make us proud. And then if, if you recognize the game, please let us know. All right, 2016. Uh... So also to note, the games can either be ROM hacks, they can be bootlegs, they can be legit games, they can be anything. So this is presumably a ROM hack of some kind. It could be an official Super Mario game. Uh, official Super Mario game? Why not? <laughs> this is not looking like a Super Mario game. That is true. So uh, Bobby, I could be surprised once we get to the top of the skyscraper. <laughs> That's right. Anticipation. Someone was saying that there's something poetic about building a system to support bootleg games. I agree. I'm in this for the poetry. Mega Man CX. And once it gets to the top of the skyscraper, it plays Pokemon music. Are you, so you're not familiar. Uh, I'm not familiar. I, I am very illiterate as to like ROM hacks and stuff like that. So I am going to be learning a lot this stream. Uh, there's even a yeah. new game and a load game. So I, I obviously don't have a game. So that was something I used to do so much back in the day was ROM hacking and fan translation stuff. You know, and I'm talking like the nesticle days. Whoa, this is like straight into gameplay for the title screen. That was that was unexpected. It's interesting, isn't it? So, Mega Man's kind of got a bit of a, it's got like a, a spray gun shot. here. Yeah, like I can just hold the B button and it just goes. So I guess since this is a Mega Man game, uh, you have to complete one stage, like a one boss stage. I well, guess. so so this opening this is an opening level that does not count, I assume. Yeah, let's. Uh, I, this is an introduction, so. Which was not something that the NES games did. So it's kind of no. novel to put a level like this in it. I noticed that he climbs the ladder quite quickly. Yeah. I mean, his speed in general is uh, faster. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's interesting. I, is this specifically a Mega Man 2 ROM hack? Oh, uh, probably. I think this is based on Japanese... Uh, Mega Man 2. Uh, like, I, as I assume it requires a base ROM to be patched. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think it is Rockman oh. that you patch for this. So, once you beat the stage, we'll talk more about the origins of these. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Things, uh, certainly changed so now, up now. So, now I'm Quick Man, although he seems to maybe play a little bit like Mega Man X. Pretty much. And also the music. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Zero's theme, isn't it? Yep. It's pretty, it's pretty neat so far. And he can wall jump. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this, is, this is a solid start. No complaints here yet. <laughs> See, I love ROM hacks uh, in general. I, ROM hacking community and, you know, just the creativity that comes with it. But these kinds of things are really cool when you make basically a brand new game yeah out of it, I, so. I noticed that his uh, life bar is longer than um, than uh, any actual 
NES Mega Man game. Yeah. I mean, the boss does too. Uh, yeah. So, are you familiar with ROM hacks for Mega Man in general? Do you have like a ROM hack you used to play, like Mega Man Ultra or anything no, like that? No, I mean, I you know, I I tend to be a bit of a purist. You know, I like. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, I, I like playing the vanilla game flaws and all, uh, but I always have heard a lot of praise for one of the Mega Man 4 hacks. Yeah, you're talking about Minus Infinity. Yeah, like everyone just raves about that one. Minus Infinity is very good. Uh, it, it is probably the best Mega Man ROM hack, especially one that kind of makes it new. <laughs> that would, okay. Uh, now this is interesting. <laughs> so now you have all these boss battles. Uh, I mean, I recognize everyone on the top row and only Mega Man on the bottom row, <laughs> other than Air Man, I guess. So, I mean, you have Mario there, so we were talking about this could be a Mario yeah, game. Yeah. Well, I stand by my point, but uh, let's do Kamakai there. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say Wispy Woods, but... Okay, you can do Wispy Woods if you I, want. I, I kind of want to do... I, I feel like as a huge Kirby fan, I feel like I got to see what, what this is like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he kind of looks like... Uh, it almost looks like he might be based on the Super Nintendo. Um, uh, 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 Dream Course Wispy Woods, which is... Oh, yeah, yeah this, this kind of has a... Uh, Kirby's Adventure uh, remix. It's it's cool to hear that music with the Mega Man 2 sound driver. Yeah, I mean, I, in general, I like uh, just hearing remixes of NES music on the same system just because I feel like that's something that you didn't hear too often back in the day. I mean, there were some obvious examples like... Um, you know, the underground theme in Mario 3, you know, is a remix of the same from Mario 1 and stuff like that. Or uh, in uh, the Dragon Quest games, there were, uh, I think either 2 or 3 had a remix of the world map music from 1. Mm -hmm. Well, like, for the most part, like, sequels either, if they reused music at all on the NES, they mostly, they were oftentimes, like, the exact same rendition or very, very close. So it's always really cool to just hear something remixed on <laughs> on a system that already has such profound sound limitations, you know? Yeah, I really like D-makes in general. This concept of D-make, I yeah. find it very interesting to take something from a late generation, be it music, game, graphics, whatever, and put it uh, on the NES or oh, Game Boy, that I kind of that stuff. So. Uh, like Mario's missing, I like just because of like all the SNES uh, graphics and whatnot mm, that you poured yeah. over. I mean, I, that was. I mean, I actually owned Mario is missing back in the day. On oh, I still have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I own it again now, but I mean, you know, I I sold my original NES collection to I save up for N64. <laughs> I find Mario's missing like super 
relaxing, like tranquil. There's just nothing. Nothing's gonna happen to you. you I mean, you're I, safe. I do like Mario. the music of it. I mean, it's got a few oh, catchy I love tunes. I don't find. It. I find it as a pretty entertaining, educational game. I mean, it. I, I I was definitely let down because like I just I saw it in the store and was just like sucked in from by the box art. You know, like I did not know about this. I was just like, oh my gosh, like this. Like I looked at the box and it's like Super Mario World character sprites on, uh, you know, in an NES game. I didn't have a Super Nintendo yet. And uh, I was just like, I always liked Luigi more than Mario. And I was just like, oh man, like, like I just didn't know that there was another, like I just, I was envisioning this being like Mario 3 or Mario World with, you know, Luigi instead. And Mario Mario's Missing is still probably the most misleading promotional campaign ever yeah. in video games, though, because, like, those screenshots that look like the Super Nintendo Super Mario World, and then, like, the whole, like, oh, you're playing as Luigi thing, and then when you got it, it was just kind of an Ooh, educational game. Is, uh... They did not make, at least here in Europe, uh, they did not make this clear for the Super Nintendo. Uh, oh, no. I don't know if I can get past that. You, you seem to not have a slide in this. I guess you just have to, uh, you have to be careful. Jump down. So who, do you know who this character is supposed to be? Like, it seems to not really be Mega Man. I think it is Mega Man. It's Mega well, Man's CX. I guess, but I mean, there was like, you know, blue Mega Man in the opening level at the end. Oh yeah, you seem right. to be on Gutsman's side, and then there Mega is Man is a boss. Yeah, there is some sort of story going on here, um, but I do not remember this. Um, but uh, just talk about the game a little bit. Uh, so this is a Japanese ROM hack, even though it is oh. in English. It's it was uh, translated by I think his name is at the beginning. Pack. Pack yeah, 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 yeah. There was there was some Pack name Sack, on the beginning. You're right. Yeah, and I know I know Packersack does a lot of ROM hacks and stuff. Uh, so you know he's he's out there, and uh, so this is his translation of that Japanese ROM hack. Cause this made it some waves when it came out. You know, it was very technically impressive, and uh, I I saw there was uh, 2016 on the front end. Was that for the translation or for the ROM hack? Or wrong hack. Okay. Yeah. So. Ah. You can always uh, change stage. Yeah, you know? I, I, might, I might have to. I, I, I haven't paused yet. Let's see. Press push select to exit. Oh, I've got five Mega Man's. What's this floor? That's I guess the one or like whatever. Yeah. It is. Let's see. Sub tank. Whoa. I like the last one. Uber charge. Oh, is oh, uh, is it invincibility? Who knows? Well, I'm. Oh, I'll look into that. Maybe I can just go through those spikes. <laughs> Is, uh, I, I feel like, though, that, like, Japanese ROM hackers, like, is that not ultra common? It's not as established as it is in the West. Um, 
but you certainly have it. And uh, what I think is kind of different is that the, there's a ROM hackers in Japan tend to focus very much on one specific game and kind of perfect their reverse engineering of it. Mm -hmm. uh, at least the ones that come out and become famous, right? And there's also very famous examples of this working out for actual publishing, like Pac-Man uh, Championship Edition quite recently was released on Switch. The Famicom conversion, that was originally a wrong hack that the M2 cleaned up. Oh. And same with uh, Darius, that was a homebrew though, it was right, not a yeah, hack. Right. I mean, this came from uh, reverse engineering Darius 2, I think, originally, and then uh, applying what he learned to make his own custom code for Darius 1. It's interesting that the uh, the sub-weapon refill seemed to refill your health, maybe it's because I don't have a sub-weapon equipped. Yeah, that could be. It could be. Alright, I'm going to want to see if this uber charge actually makes me invincible to spikes or not. I can't wait to see. Uh, oh my gosh, everything is flickering, so I don't even know if power is out yeah, right now. Yeah, you. Oh, 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 it did! Okay. I was able to just walk right on them. Uh, so should I read the Super Chats for you? Oh, yes, please. Alright, so Jonathan Henson sends $5. Thank you. Hate, I missed the DF My Life in Gaming Super Team Super Stream on Friday. Catching up with today, loving this mystery ROM ID Audi. Yeah, well... <laughs> You can watch the archive, and then next Friday, all of us are joining up again on this channel for another piece. That, that, that was actually a total surprise to me <laughs> when we were in y'all were talking about that at the end of that stream. I was like, "Oh, I completely <laughs> missed the planning for this." <laughs> yeah, it, was in, it was in the Discord. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, I just somehow completely missed it. <laughs> uh, Chris Rat sends another five dollars, making sure he can't eat for the rest of the month. Uh, speaking of D-Makes, what do you think of the D-Make video that Remedy released for Control on PS1 a few days ago? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, I haven't seen oh. that. That's that's a neat so, idea. There's someone that's making like the Bloodborne Kart uh, Racer and all this stuff to look like PlayStation 1, which is pretty fun to look at. Wait, blo uh, Bloodborne Kart Racer? Yes. So... <laughs> I think that was an April Fool's joke, because someone has been making like a PlayStation 1 D-Make of Blood... I think it's Bloodborne. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I don't play those games much. But I think it's that, not like the Souls games. So... Uh-oh. Got the boss. So, uh, Joshua Helmeki says $5. There are two 8 versions of Mega Man 7 8 over in Japan that have been translated and ported on home consoles. Oh, any thoughts? Neither of which have been finished though, have they? And I think the 7 one is only PC. It's technically not a Famicom game, but it's like a PC game that looks like Famicom. Am I completely wrong on this? I do remember seeing all this back in the day. And there was someone trying to also do the Mega Man 9 thing. Oh, I thought it could take another hit. Oh, okay, put me right at him. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Yes, they did. I, so, think, I, yeah, I, I think I can get him. I think uh, the idea of doing a D-make of 8 and 7 would be really interesting for like an official Capcom project. 
but uh, that will probably never happen. I do like Mega Man 7, though, so... And I like 8 as well, but I do like 7 a lot, actually, on yeah, Super Nintendo. I, I think 7 is super underrated. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, it was... I'm, this is kind of a weird situation, but it was actually my first exposure to Mega Man. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't say that's so weird. I mean, I mean for whatever reason, like, I, I didn't have any. No one in my family had any. No one of my friends had any. No, just no one I knew had any Mega Man games on the NES. And then uh, when I moved to uh, Delaware, um, mm -hmm. you know, some of my friends were, you know, reading Mega Man 7 on Super Nintendo. Mega Man 7, Mega Man X1, and Mega Man X2. They were reading those three games, like, all the time. So, 7 was... You know, it was just that was that was that was where I was introduced to, to it, really. And uh, I, I just love the look of it. I love the music in it. Um, the last Wily is really, really, really mean. But I, I prefer the NES games. But uh, yeah. I'm saying that the Bloodborne cart is not an April Fool's joke anymore. They're actually <laughs> included with the main game. Does that mean that the the make is the main game, and that's real. Because I thought every, I thought all this was a joke. <laughs> are, are people actually finishing up the PlayStation One version of Bloodborne? Like, is it? Well, that that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, so, you want me to do level. anything else in this one, or switch to the next game? I think yeah, you finished the level. We have twenty-seven games. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the next one. Oh. People can check it out. So this was Mega Man uh, CX. CX. Yep. So people can go check that out. I think uh, I'll write down the list so that uh, in the description later for people who watch this back, they can find it. Game number two, we'll try. All right, here we go. Okay. So that says uh, Luigi. Ah, uh, <laughs> Luigi knows something. That's all. So, are you familiar with the Transformers game? Uh, I am... Uh, is, is there like... Or I might be thinking of Gundam. There's like a Transformers... Uh, or Gundam-like uh, strategy game on Famicom, isn't there? There's a Gundam. There's several Gundam ones. SD Gundam. But, uh, so, Transformers has a famously very difficult... Uh, Famicom game. I think it's even been on like AVGN and stuff like that. But uh, this is a this is not Transformers. It's, it's Super Mario, which you are familiar with. Yeah. So why, why, how does Transformers uh, factor into this? Oh well. Is the music the, from there, it or something? The music is from there, and the levels are similar. But it's a it's a mix. Uh, so let's see if you can do this. It seems pretty tough at the beginning. Oh, it seems you have impressed show. Oh yeah, I love this uh, this version. I it's one I put on actually quite often just to have fun. Okay, and this this first reason. this first question mark block is a trap. <laughs> well, you got to look out for the pellets from all the enemies. Don't worry about the blocks. Did the the enemies have collision detection? I haven't. I have not. Okay, they do. They I have do. not yet determined this. <laughs> You have to beat the Ooh, first the level. Oh, the slowdown is going. Oh, I thought the <laughs> slowdown was going to save me. Let's see what your Mario skills are like. I mean, I like to think I'm pretty and good at Mario, but 
So is this is this another Japanese uh, ROM hat? Uh, yeah, this is another one. Oh, so what does this have to do with Luigi? Well, it's the mystery of Luigi. Where is Luigi? That is a good mystery. Oh my gosh, I might, I might, I might. I, oh, dang it! <laughs> See, we're gonna be stuck on this for a while, aren't we? Yes. Well, you, you kind of, I, I can see that you're learning a bit of the patterns, so that's good. If people are wondering Whoa. why I'm always looking in two different directions, I have the actual, like, real-time feed on this, and then the YouTube feed on the other monitors. So. Oh, 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 I want that. What?! It's that, why would you want that try? It's gonna kill you. <laughs> it said P on it. P is good. No, it said D. Huh? D for death. It said D. Yeah, photosensitivity warnings, uh, I, I think, goes without saying for this game. For NES in general, really. For NES in general. Ah, oh, so you haven't played even the Transformers game on Famicom. That would be... That would maybe be for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what? That hardly lasted any time at all! I was starting well, to get into the, the, the music. Are you expecting this game to be nice to you? Oh, well, you're getting... Oh. You're doing it, though. There you go. I did it. Well, that's not it. That's oh. a level? What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now we gotta beat Bowser. Can I beat him without without a power-up? Yeah, I don't know, actually. But you have to jump on the kind of green part. I don't think you can jump on his ears. Oh. Uh, Shadow Mask sends two dollars and said someone saw Super Mario 2 JP and said hold my beer. Well, so this is a mix <laughs> of Transformers, Convoy no Nozzle, and then Super Mario. So, uh, and it works quite well, I have to say. I mean, both those games use kind of, and yeah, um, this is an interesting thing too, where you can shoot in different directions. Which is certainly not the original Mario. I I, I love seeing just giant uh, giant Bowser here, like giant pixel Bowser. I, I love seeing like giant pixels like actually on these systems. It's not something you see too often. But I always think of like how PC Engine did like the big Valkyrie and Val. Uh, um, uh, Legend of the Valkyrie. Also, right. I'm not sure if the fireball actually hurts him. No, no, no fireball. You have to jump on his, like, forehead, I think. Whoa! Oh! I I was not <laughs> expecting that momentum to be so weird. That backwards oh, momentum eyes. feels really weird. Ah. See, this game is awesome, isn't it? Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I think if you knew the original Transformers, you would really appreciate just how well this works. But, um, I mean, that the original Transformers is not a good game either. That was one of the, uh, the uh, Transformers game was one of the first games we imported, I remember. Or we bought an import on. Uh, EB Chill sends uh, $5 and says, Gu uh, Audio Mark. Uh, 
I guess you either copy-pasted that from Wikipedia or you're Norwegian. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Still waiting for frame rate analysis on the Crazy Frog Racer on Digital Foundry. Someone yeah, did bring up Crazy Frog Racer during the before the stream went up. Oh, uh, people are bringing up Crazy Frog Racer every day to Richard, and it is fantastic. I am so happy. Richard is not so happy. <laughs> but uh, I am sure we will get to that point where <sighs> Richard is desperate enough that we can do a frame rate analysis of that. I think it runs at a steady 30 um, as I played it a little bit. So not to spoil anything, but I don't think performance is um, the issue with Crazy Frog. It's the integrity. It's just integrity. <laughs> So I, I take it this Transformers game this is based on just has enemies just like ruthlessly flying into you constantly. <laughs> yeah, and that one is even worse because it has like a star, but well, some stages has like stars in the background or just uh, oh my you know, gosh. stage elements that mask those pellets. In this game, you see them easily, but in the Transformers game, not so much. So this is and like this is like a better remake of the Transformers game. Yeah. Well. They're so different, though. They're just... They're mixing elements. So it's not like this is exactly the same. Uh, it's just that... You know, the flying enemies with the pellets, for example, that's... Ex like, if you play the original Transformers, that's one of the first things you see, and the first thing that will kill you. So... It's things like that. Uh, the importer sends five Canadian dollars. Uh, they live in Montreal, so very nice to see you, fellow Canadian. Uh, I own... The Transformers game on the Famicom uh, and finished it. Trust me, this Mario hack looks much easier. Whoa! Yeah, it's easier. So, it's much, much easier. Your quest is over? Well, where is Luigi? It doesn't sound like my quest did, is though. over. We did it, though. So, the whole, the whole basis of the game is where is Luigi, and then it ends as there is no Luigi. <laughs> Kind of similar to uh, the Transformers game. Well, we beat it. We did. I feel pretty good about this. Party on game three out of 27. All right. Oh, well, this now this is. This one, you know. This is, this is looking uh, right up your alley and my alley as well. This is my favorite NES soundtrack. And I do love the game as well, but the soundtrack is actually my all-time favorite NES soundtrack. So, we're not just doing ROM hacks or bootlegs. It can be anything. Oh, so this is just straight up Power Blade. This, this is not a weird... Power Blade. This is not a weird version of Power Blade. Nope. Uh, what is uh, your favorite level? To start just with. Start, start Sector 1. If you're not used to this game, then you're going to die. Yeah. I mean, I, I have not actually played through it uh and i don't know a number of years i can beat this without dying most of the time someone's asking if this is a sprite of me i think <laughs> i have to work out a little bit more i'm, I'm doing a, I'm, I'm doing a lot of just like falling off the platform before i even hit the jump button tonight yeah but yeah, the composer of this game is uh, Yamashita Kunio, who did the Castlevania soundtrack as well, or part part of the Castlevania soundtrack, and Mega Man X3. Oh, so oh, really? She did this one? Yep. She was 
that was the same uh, MAGFest that she was at as Yuzo Koshiro, right? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, one of the ones there, so... Oh, um, uh, man, you know, I, I, I have to confess, I did not know much about Yuzo Koshiro at the time since I... Uh, I, I'm, I don't think I even had a Genesis at the time, to be honest. So, you know, like, uh, ActRaiser was, like, my either. main point of reference for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. He didn't know much about me either, that MAGFest. Well, because yeah, I didn't... We, we've met each other at that MAGFest yeah. in 2011. And because I, I was... Uh, didn't realize Koshiro. until many years later. <laughs> no, I, I was Koshiro's handler uh, for MAGFest and this uh, subsequent uh, US trip. And, uh, yeah, so I was there with Koshiro all the time. And then many years later, you mentioned that, like, oh, I was there yep. and got like, his signature and everything, everything. So we must have met each other because I was the one handling, like, the crowd for that signing session and the concert and whatnot. If you look up the pictures from Magfest, it's me and Koshiro on stage, which I do not belong on that stage with them. <laughs> I was not worthy. But, uh, uh, he's a good friend of mine, so... So, uh... I mean, you, you were saying... One in the chat, by the way, but I'm just... I'm paying attention to try playing, and then... So if you want me to not miss your message, uh, even if you spend a dollar, just super chat it, because... Or else it moves. Yeah, we, we, we try to, to pay attention to, uh regular messages once we catch up from super chats but it you know it it, it gets it gets tough <laughs> i do so see someone saying hi from laval and uh hi hi uh, i live um right near sylvia station in montreal so not far from laval and my wife's uh, parents are living in laval so uh and someone says that i'm european by sound american wow thank you brother <laughs> howdy partner i like you all uh ben b sends two dollars two <laughs> but you say you have to say like scrooge mcduck oh damn how does scrooge mcduck sound in english i only watch the <laughs> swedish norwegian dub bless me bagpipes <laughs> Oh, me bagpipes. You have to say it like Scrooge McDuck. Well, okay. how 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 would Scrooge sound in Norwegian? <laughs> I just sound like my grandpa. <laughs> he also acted like it. I mean, I mean, so does he just have like a normal Norwegian accent? In Norwegian? Yeah, it was just an old man's uh, voice. Yeah, just an old man's voice, kind of uh, old, angry man, like a grandpa voice. <laughs> so not bad dub. Uh, the Swedish one was fine too. So, the Swedish uh, dubs for Disney stuff was actually usually quite good. Like, uh, the Gummy Bears, I think, was significantly better in Swedish than English. <laughs> Not that you would know, because you wouldn't understand it. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, I, I... That show was something that I, I... I either completely blocked it out or was just absolutely unaware of it back in the day because i i didn't i'm just like what is this this is a disney thing like i i just had no clue even though i watched ducktales and rescue rangers and you know a little bit of some of the other stuff but not much mostly oh, you just, weren't familiar with ducktales you mean oh, oh oh no 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 i'm just saying i watched ducktales and rescue rangers and that was that was like it that was it during those days like i 
I I would watch Tailspin if it was on, but I didn't really care about it. Um, I was yeah, Tailspin was like second tier. Like that was you know Disney Afternoon yeah. was great in the beginning, and then the, uh, I think Tailspin was fine. They had a good theme song. Yeah. Um, I never uh, I never watched and no. bonkers and stuff like that. I never. Oh gosh, that sounds a little familiar. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I I never even really watched like. Uh, uh, what was it? Gargoyles. Was Gargoyles more... is great, though. I mean, I know, was... I know it was, but like, I just like, I was not, I was not really into like watching TV a whole lot at that time. I guess. Yeah, Gargoyles is like. It's basically Star Trek The Next Generation yeah, because that... all the voice actors are basically from that show. <laughs> uh, that, Goof Troop, uh, Darkwing Duck, like I just, I was not, Yeah, I was, I was not, not really in a, in like a cartoon watching phase at that time, I guess, or really TV Dark... in general. I think Darkwing Duck is a cool concept, but I never gravitated towards that show either. Yeah. I mean, I, li I like the NES game though. Yeah. It was a bonkers game, wasn't there, on, like, Super Nintendo and Master System, I think. I think even Master System in Brazil got, uh... Was, was that a monkey or something? I'm trying to remember. Bonkers? I, I, I... No, no, it's Police Cat. Okay, maybe, like a, I may have not known what that was at all. show, but with a cat and not funny. <laughs> Uh, five dollars from Ben B saying five dollars, but every time you try dies, so you have to say Christmas. Oh, I can't say that too. I don't speak French. <laughs> I, I, I just love them. So yeah, I do miss. Uh, so I live in Montreal, but uh, because of the pandemic, uh, I had to go home to Europe during this time. Bonkers. Oh, I, did, I didn't. I didn't know that you that you considered Montreal your like your normal. Oh yeah, I mean that's where we have an apartment there and everything. Oh, but, I, I had no idea. Yeah, but uh, Canada got very strict when it came to the pandemic. So uh, rather than going through a lot more paperwork, I just went home because I had some projects here I had to do anyway with John and stuff. So. Did you get the key card? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> That's good. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, d I definitely remembered how this game had like things to find. You so... can use uh, bombs to push select by the way. Oh. Wow, but you still died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John Riggs is here. How's it going? Oh, hey. I love John Riggs. The uh, when I was at E3 um, a few years ago, he was there. John Riggs and um, Metal Jesus Rocks. I'm sorry, I'm not too familiar. So if I got his uh, his biblical biblical name wrong, <laughs> I apologize. But uh, yeah, John Riggs was extremely nice to me and very welcoming at a time where I was 
very tired, so that was very nice of you. Yeah, we uh, we met John Riggs at uh, Missouri Game Con. All right, one level so down in uh, next one in mystery uh, egg number three. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, let's go on to four. Bioforce Bio Ape. Ape. Are you familiar with this one? This the name is familiar. The name is familiar. So this was a legendary unreleased game for the longest of time. Okay. And uh, it was made even more famous because it was the subject of a hoax where someone made like screenshots and claimed they had the prototype and it had like a butter monster on it and all <laughs> like he eat their butter and all this kind of weird memes. Okay. And uh, th that hoax ended with the guy basically smashing the cart with a hammer and it was a weird, crazy story. But then many, many years later, the prototype actually ended up on uh, Yahoo Auctions. And I think Frank Cifaldi and his group oh. were the ones who got it and got this out to people. And I was very interested in this because it's in my book also because uh, it's very much connected to wrestling. Uh, okay. So, so, I mean, it says 1991, but, you know, to be honest, this title screen does not give me 1991 vibes. This gives me more well, like the title screen might. So the title screen might be not too impressive, but wait till you see the speed of the game. Right. So let's get into it, because this is technically very interesting. Uh, whoa. <laughs> um, You're was I? To fold. Okay. Oh, there's a little little wrestling action there. Oh yeah, but look at how fast this scrolls. Yeah, that's uh... with no real like slowdown. Yeah, that's so, pretty... all right. Later on. Whoa. Yeah, this is this is weird, but it's it's, it's impressive. I, I love yeah. that like riding on that platform like you really got since the momentum he's like horizontal on it and holding on to it and like, <laughs> yeah this game is awesome like i think this is uh, it is certainly unfinished it is a bit unpolished and it, it lacks a bit of depth i would say yeah i mean like, there needs to be like more sound effects i feel like to kind of connect with the action so i mean 1991 you can imagine this coming out i don't i think had to come out it would be super expensive today oh That's absolutely technically impressive game but um you know i don't think it would have made a big impact or anything and set or say the ones uh put this out or was supposed to put them out they canceled a lot of games during this time and throughout uh what nes's lifetime what, actually what is that thing a kangaroo or something? It right? looks like a kangaroo, kangaroo snake with a man in its pouch. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you have a problem with that, Trent? I, I actually don't have a problem with that. I think it's kind of awesome. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. The, the man is its legs. The man's arms is its legs. All right. Look at this thing. Look at that 
thing. It seems. I I can't bring I can't bring myself to kill it. I mean, it's oh, I was gonna say it's a, a unique species, but then it respawns, so it's fine. It, it, it's just so wild to me this game. Every time I put this on, uh, I've been wanting to show this game to uh, John for a while because I think he would really love just the speed. Yeah, speed I mean this. You know, this is like a, a much faster game. I mean, it does have some slowdown for sure, but... Oh, it does. It's certainly late. It's like a faster game than, like, Sonic on Master System. Yeah. Oops. Oops. It, the gameplay isn't too bad. I mean, the jumping uh, leaves a little bit to be desired, but, like, the actual, like, fighting is pretty neat. I, 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 I've kind of been avoiding the fighting because it feels like it lacks like a, oops, it feels like it kind of lacks um, a sense of contact. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward Probably. to grabbing onto this rope. I bet the animation is going to be pretty good because the rope already looks pretty good. Whoa! I was not expecting to fly off that rope so fast. So I, <laughs> I kind of like chickened out of my jump. I'm enjoying seeing you discover this Whoa. game. This uh, egg hunt has been very successful thus far. <laughs> uh, should I fall down here? The, I mean, this this level is like so sprawling. I'm like kind of like nervous. Like, how am I actually going to find my way through this level? <laughs> so, Veractor the Old, I guess that's how you say it. Um, since five dollars with no comment so thank you thank you anyway <laughs> so uh, people are asking how we can find out my history in gaming uh you can watch my interview on retro rgb yeah it's probably the easiest place that to was, get that was a fun one well, fun it's two hours long I, I don't know how bob did it but <laughs> kudos to him I usually don't speak for two hours to uh, even my parents, so... <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, it's a little bit of a maze. Like, that's the... Uh, the level designs aren't, like, too straightforward in this game. Yeah! It gets a bit samey. Uh, you got some coke. So I got some good. coke, but it didn't look like it increased my pal meter. Oh, there's a map. Yep. Uh, container seven cents six dollars and fifty cent. No comment, Thanks. but thank you. So the goal is there. So I need to get back to the roof ultimately. Mm. But how do I go through that in? Maybe that's my goal. I like the little icon for him on the map. <laughs> Ooh, ice cream. Now that did increase my pal. Let's see that those power-ups or whatever points, it doesn't really fit the game so much. Coke, ice no, cream. No, but you know what? I, I mean, those are... It's the same as in Powerblade. Uh, uh, you get life. Uh, game from... over? Just total game over? With one death? Well, since these stages are so big and sprawling, I'm going to give you an out here. You don't need to redo this one. Okay. This this one's interesting, though, for sure. Yeah. 
totally interesting. It, it, yeah, it ta takes some out. figuring out though, but yeah, look how fast that scrolling is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's very unique. What, what, uh, like what, where was this game developed? Japan. Okay. Yeah. It's almost, so, it doesn't really it, look like a Japanese game in some ways. It was promoted in magazines, but uh, yeah, it never came out. So thanks okay. to Frank's, Frank's to uh, thanks to Frank's folly that uh, we got it now. So this, this is Aladdin Hummer Team DX. Uh, you did not watch my episode with Joe. Oh, on okay. Yeah, I I, I I watched little bits of it and of course the skit, but I have not right. like sat down and watched the whole thing yet, but I intend to. So okay. let's see you try it first and then we'll go over it, right? So this looks so far like a pretty faithful conversion of the Capcom Super Nintendo game. That's exactly what it is, but this is based on a bootleg uh, from Hummer Team, which are pretty prolific if you're into uh, bootlegs. They did like Kart Fighter and Sulmati and these kinds of famous ones. Mm -hmm. And they released this, which was called Aladdin 4, I think, originally, or <laughs> 2. It's also called Popeye uh, Travels to Persia. Uh, but uh, this is actually a ROM hack that fixes the sound driver, the controls, and some of the kind of unfair gameplay. So this is almost, you know, pretty much up to par with a real conversion had it been made back then. Interesting. The, the the movement feels a little slidey. It's much better in this than it is in that original, especially jumping. The momentum for the jumping in the original version. Like, yeah. I mean, the original bootleg, not the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I, uh, it, it just feels... I, I don't know if it's quite slippery, per se, but... Now, I'm not sure if the level design is exactly like the Super Nintendo game. I, I Very close fairly close yeah so now the original actually did use aladdin characters and stuff or yeah yeah i mean the original but it wasn't was, called aladdin what, set, what it is right? you know it's also pretty impressive but this one the rom hack just makes it even better so I have this on. I, I, I still think the most technically impressive Aladdin game is the one on Game Gear slash Master System. <laughs> yes, as a, a official games, that one is actually also one of my favorites. But I think this, I mean, if you've never played a PAL Aladdin game that actually came out for the NES, right? The official uh, no, one no, no. Is it completely that, different from the other ones? Yeah, so the official Aladdin NES game from Virgin that was only released in PAL... That was uh, based on the Game Boy version, which in itself was based on the Mega Drive game. But it uh, looks awful, plays awful. It's one of the worst NES games ever made. Uh, so, I mean, this is a hundred times better, and it's not even official. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I have to admit, like, I'm, I'm not really a fan of Virgin games in general. Mm -hmm. um, now, see this. I, I know this this level. Is definitely feeling pretty faithful to the, to the Super Nintendo game. I mean, I I don't know this game by heart or anything, but you know, so it's I, I can't say for sure where the differences are, but it's it's definitely impressive. What where do you stand on the eternal battle between Super Nintendo and Mega Drive? Oh, easily Super Nintendo. 
I mean, it's, Same. It's just, it is so easy because that Mega Drive game is just kind of. It's. It looks. It looks nice, nice but yeah, it's not. I don't like the levels. I don't like controls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I I would like to play all the way through it someday. I mean, I haven't gotten more than a two or three levels into it before. Uh, Which one? The Genesis one. Genesis, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember um, I uh, the first time I played through this was at my cousin's house shortly after she got a Super Nintendo. And I remember, like, my mom, my aunt, and my cousin went to the store one day. And I, I stayed at my aunt and uncle's house by myself and played Aladdin. And when they when they got back, I'd already beaten it. And my cousin was like, no, you cheated. There's no way you beat it. <laughs> I'm like, well, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like the Super Nintendo game. I mean, I, I understand why where the love of the Genesis one comes from, but... It's, uh, I just don't like, I just, the, the level designs or, or the like way it. that it, that Virgin games, like Virgin games and shiny interactive in general. I just don't like their games. Like I wish I did, but I like how they look, but I don't like how they play. When I met the uh, Shinji Mikami at uh, E3 a while ago, I spent my time talking to him about goof troop and aladdin <laughs> and I really enjoyed that and then when uh, john came over eventually uh he also was like oh yeah yeah i love goof troop Tommy <laughs> so, spent like half an hour with us just talking about goof troop which uh, time well spent i have to say yeah i i got goof troop a year or so ago uh and i'm looking forward to playing through that because it does seem like something i'd like all right was that five or six I can't remember if I, I already remember. moved down to. Did you technically beat a level though? I did, yeah. Okay, okay. Fine. Yeah, this is level two. All right. Uh, then see if it's six. Yeah, I. Oh, all right. No, this is six. Oh, hook. Have you ever played Hook on NES? Uh, it, so this is a real game. A real game. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, I, I have not played any version of Hook, but I know that the... Is it the Super really? Nintendo yep. or the Sega CD one that's considered really good? Oh, I love the Super... The Super Nintendo Hook is one of my favorite games on the system. But uh, I can't say the same for this NES version. Uh, who who made the Super Nintendo version? Uh, Yokote. The same people who did, like, Skyblazer and uh, Spawn. Hmm. So, great developer. And... Uh, if you're on the Digital Foundry Patreon, uh, me and John today actually released a video exclusively on the Patreon where we talk about Hook. So we don't talk about this Hook, though. I, I left this specifically for you, Try. <laughs> uh, Chris Fratz sends $2, says, Have you ever played MDK, Try? Uh, I know that John is a huge fan of MDK, but I have not. I played MDK a lot on PlayStation, which is a very different... Well, it's technically a very different game than a PC one. So why I play the PC one a lot of John's plays, because it is one of his favorite games to put on the retro PC. And I, I do love myself some MDK. MDK is basically the game that Turrican should have been after the Super Nintendo era. 
I I feel like Peter Pan here looks old. Uh well, I mean, he's supposed to be, but <laughs> I I feel like he looks like uh like I I feel like if there was an alternate reality where like you know you've got like kind of the big three slasher franchise characters you know you've got uh you know from, looks like michael myers well you know if, if you know you've got michael myers you've got jason you've got freddy i feel like this looks like an alternate reality where there is there is a fourth like mega series slasher serial killer and it's, well, it's this guy i mean rom hacking exists if someone watching is a rom hacker please make this into a halloween <laughs> like, I will, I and i will play it like he, he doesn't he just look scary like he looks like he's out to get you i mean this whole game is quite scary try you're playing it you can tell everyone how scary this is to play maybe this the, is one uh, maybe the pirate force is less scary but i love the movie hook I, I do too. You know, I feel like it, it 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 became very popular to hate on that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember, you know, back in the day when I first saw it, I I thought it was I was good. Love that soundtrack by John Williams, and uh, yeah, I mean, of course, the Super Nintendo game I think is an essential Super Nintendo action game. Uh, and GameStack is wrong because they said it was a slow moving action game but you have a run button so come at me game <laughs> um is uh is it an expensive game what hook yeah on super nintendo yeah no 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 no, no. okay I'll, I'll, I'll need to look for because I, I do know it is considered good yeah it's uh, as i said it's one of my favorite games on the super nintendo so Like, he just looks so scary, doesn't he? Like, I feel like I'm the bad guy. And also, like, I'm not convinced my knife does anything. Yeah, the, the, the reach on that knife is pretty horrible. And he also, like... Oh! Like that, like, that, uh, that really hurts. around. And those turtles just, like, go underwater whenever they feel like it, I guess. Ah, oh, you jumped... Okay, you made it. Would you say this is a good game, try? Mm. <laughs> no. Are you gonna buy this and put it in your collection? I am not. Ah, okay. Well, then this is all for not. Oh, it... it like, not only does... What the knife did not do anything, but like you can't even attack while you're jumping. Well, hallmarks of a good game, my friend. Would you be able to attack in real life if you jumped? I guess uh, you would. I mean, jumping itself is a form of attack, maybe. That's true. <laughs> Ooh, so, look at this. Yeah. Pixie dust. Can I? Oh, I can. Oh, yeah. Now oh, you love this game. There, there's, there's an 
E. There's an E, so that's probably an exit. Yeah. Or not. Maybe you need to get the key card. Oh, I killed a guy! Just well, like Peter not... Pan. It's Hook. It's, you don't kill anyone. You just feed them to crocodiles. Uh... Well, I'm... Just because I hate this game, I'm going to say you beat this level. Yeah, I think got... I, I'm pretty sure I beat this level. Yep, definitely yeah, yeah. did. All right. Ocean, Ocean at this time were quite the developer. Uh, Haradius ah. Zero. Haradius Zero. Do you know this one? I do not. It's looking like uh, some sort of uh, Gradius ROM hack. So this is actually not a ROM hack at all. Uh, this was a MSX2 game, a uh, homebrew, that came out a long time ago. Okay. And then the uh, yeah, the Impact Soft, as you see on screen there, uh, they put out this uh, Famicom conversion for this game. And uh, it is very impressive how much they put on screen and just how uh, fluid the gameplay still is. You know, I feel so this like... Came out Last, uh, this came out in 2019 on cartridge, and the last year, uh, Hara Tyler came out, which is the sequel. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I feel like when Corey did the first ever Mr. Stream, like a long time ago, uh, like what, what, whoa, this is interesting. Uh, he, uh, he played something on MSX, and I, I think it was kind of glitchy at the time. Was but, it the Mambo? But it, 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 I mean, you said this was an MSX game, right? MSX 2, yeah. But, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if Corey would have played this. It probably would have been Something looked familiar, like, like that giant uh, that giant robot that he was finding in the demo. Like, it was, I don't know, it was giving me flashbacks to the stream, but that maybe... Robot that robot is stolen design from Macross, though. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> there could be many reasons for this, but uh, yeah, I mean, the dev I love Impact Soft stuff because uh, he released also uh, uh, he Hara Tyler came out, which is the follow up to this or follow up. I mean, it's very similar, but uh, he released several versions of it. One was high grade, which is just. Uh, I think he has a save feature for high scores and stuff. But then he did the MP version, which has a sound chip that uh, can play back PCM files. So basically you have an MP3 soundtrack on a Famicom game. Wow. So you have all these uh, uh, arrangements. I got that MP version in the mail a couple of days ago. But uh, obviously there's, I don't at least think so far there's any way to dump that. And uh, so... You have to kind of have the real cartridges for that. But they are available. You can go on booth.pm, look up Impact Soft, and buy all these games. It's, so. so it seems like... Uh, it seems like uh, both buttons do the same thing. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, upgrade oh. path or anything. You're just, like, fully powered up the whole game. Yeah, I think so. Which I, I played very far into this. I, I kind of like the idea of it. I mean, it, it plays great. It's a lot of fun. It plays really good. Yeah, I'm. I was really impressed by this, and uh, 
Yeah, it was hard to get back in the day. I got one of the first cartridges from the first order because they were made by hand by Impactsoft at the time. Mm -hmm. But now, as I said, you can go to Booth PM and look him up, and then you can buy this. Yeah, this and is. There was, this is really there good. was a US release of this actually uh, on Video Game Stage. Someone did an NES card of it, but that sold out a few days ago now. So the whole entire uh, run is out. But uh, I think they made like 150 US cards. So officially, so yeah, was it, was it Heradius? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Heradius Zero is this one, and then Hara Tyler is the follow up. Yeah, this is this is super good. I'm like not a huge shmup guy, but it's just like really fun to play. And he, neither am I, but uh, of course, I support pretty much every homebrew developer on these systems, and especially if you release a cartridge, I will probably pick up the cartridge. So. Yeah, I really like this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it just feels very fun and polished. It's it just it, it's a unique sort of play style, I think, for uh, this type of game. I also like just how clean the um, tiles are. Just uh, I just like the design of the overall yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is awesome and. Yeah, I'll definitely, next time I visit you, I'll bring that MP cartridge with the sound chip. Just so we can yeah. check it out, because not, not enough people know of this. And it's such a cool project to inject, you know, these special sound chips that can, you know, play back, basically, MP3s. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, what's what's so interesting about the NES is we were uh, one of the people who's going to be in Analog Frontiers Part 4. Uh actually the, the founder of uh, the the it, it, apparently it's pronounced Nesdev uh, mm -hmm. like where you know a lot of the homebrew early NES stuff really originated from um, right he was talking about how the NES is like unique in that uh, it like he says like Neo Geo is the only other system that he knows of that sends so many signals to the cartridge. Mm. Uh, and he said, you know, you could basically render the entire screen on the cartridge itself. If you, you know, just put some crazy GPU in it. Right. Uh, so it's, I, I guess NES, I mean, you know, there, there, there's a reason people are still making games for it. Right. There is a uh, doom cartridge in japan ah. like uh, doom on a famicom but that is basically i think it's yeah it's like you said the the cartridge itself is like a huge processor and like it's not really running anything on the nes hardware other than the output I right believe. i mean you're still limited by like the color palette and things yeah, like yeah, that looks, but i mean it's, it, it's really it's it's, it, cool. it's cool yeah all right game number eight Next Okay. Mario Kart, <laughs> Mario Kart uh, Zero here. I, I'm trying to make sense of this title screen music. Yeah? I don't like it. You don't think it fits? I do not like the title screen music. It, it's... I, I just... <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable? It doesn't... It just doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> that is true. Oh, we got we got two characters here. 
This looks... I, I, what, are, are these converted from maybe like... Uh, GBA sprites? I, guess, I think it's a GBA sprites, yeah. Mushroom cup? How can I not play the mushroom cup? So this is a, is this this a, a bootleg that was only on the Karauto, which is a Mexican uh, Famiclone, and it uh, came with like uh, Metal Slug, Mario Kart, Crash Bandicoot, all your favorite games <laughs> on this I have a Karauto somewhere. Do you want me to go get it, maybe? Let me go get my Karauto. So there seems to be a... Uh... Seems to be a uh, a high low gear uh, mechanic here, which is not uncommon for like NES uh, driving games, I guess. But like for Mario Kart, it's weird. It has a it bunch of Mario hack. Uh, It's like a hack of F1 racer, I think. But if you look here, this is. The Karauto. Oh, wow. It looks, it looks like a uh, PS1. But when you open it, wow. it has the cartridge there. Uh, it is the flimsiest piece of uh, excrement that I probably ever bought. Uh, but I wanted to buy it because back in the day, this was not dumped. And I tried my best to dump the games. But uh, this is a system on a chip. And it's all globbed together. Uh, I can never do it. But then the uh, the Discord, what's it called? The Discord that's from uh, like GameSpeaky did it. So we uh, finally got. To so th these. this this is a pretty recent dump, then you're saying? Yeah. Uh, last year. Wow. So yeah, I I had this since 2000. I bought this in 2011 when I was in LA because. Uh, there was a Hispanic uh, street market where someone was selling these. Wow. So I bought that. And then when I, when I play, it only does a composite, by the way. That's, uh, well, I mean, that's, a, I mean it's a, if it's if it's a family clone, I mean, how how could it not? Yeah. Although I so, guess I could at least expect RF. I remember when I bought this and I brought it home uh, to my friends and my buddy uh, much younger than me, but he grew up with the PlayStation 1 and doesn't have much of a connection to uh, NES. And then I turned it on, and he, he was just kind of mystified with what I have brought with me. He, he probably and, lit up when he saw that it looked like a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it's because it looked like a PlayStation, and, you know, the everything, he, nothing made sense. And then when we turned it on, one of the first games in the selection was Crash Bandicoot, and he was just like, uh, what did, where did you buy this? Like, Fairytale Land? But it is also awful. I almost said awesome. I am really sorry. None <laughs> of the games on the Cargo Tour is awesome. Metal Slug is even worse than anything. I, I mean, I I have a a real soft spot for uh, this style of 3D on 8-bit systems. It, anyway, though, like I really like sort of this like line scrolling 3D. Like, not that this is, like, the best version ever of that, but, uh, you know, I I always think it's neat. I mean, there, you know, 
something that this game is lacking that a lot of games uh, do have, like uh, 3D Hot Rally and um, uh, uh, what's it called? Highway Star. What's the American name? Uh, oh, Rad Racer. Rad, Rad, Rad Racer. Like those games have hills. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, always impressed me that, uh, uh, you know, because I didn't play a lot of games like this back uh the much the much room cup was one cup one level that was it well what do you expect it's mario kart on the car auto <laughs> but uh, i think this is neat in the sense that i think they did a fairly good job at converting this i mean there is another hack which is just rc pro-am with uh, four different marios uh, well, I think this looks kind of more neat because you have the castle in the background mm -hmm. and kind of more elements from Mario Kart integrated. Yeah. So. Well, like I said, like uh, Mario Kart, uh, you know, or any Super Nintendo racing game, you don't have hills. But like on a lot of these 8-bit games, you do have hills. This yeah, did not, not have hills. That's though. not true, Try uh, Speed Racer or uh, Super Off-Road to Baja. Those have hills. But are they mode 7? Uh, aren't they? I, I don't know. Sure I haven't. Not. I haven't played. No, I haven't maybe played they're not. Maybe they just render through straight up. Could be. But the most well-known. Uh, I mean, of course, you got like Stunt Race FX and stuff. But um, yeah. But like, but, I'm just, I, but like the most famous like Mode Seven style Super Nintendo racers. You know, you don't have that. No, no, that's just flat. Yeah. Uh, Ch uh Ch Chum Lee. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the? Uh... You know the show Pawn Stars? Uh, I, I, I know of it. Okay. I think I've seen a clip of it on YouTube. Is this? Uh... So, well, if you're a fan of Battletoads, you can call them because they might have a copy. But uh, this is a game that came out only last month uh, from Con Games, and it's actually officially licensed by the Pawn Stars people. Oh. And was featured on their show, I think. So is Chum uh, Lee one of the people on that? Yeah, he's one of the people behind the so, counter. I'm uh, not a huge Pawn Stars fan, so I like don't ask me about the lore. But uh, I think he does stand behind the counter and accept people's deals. When when I uh, when when I saw it say Chum Lee, like my my. My, my mind went immediately to what what was it? Chales and Lee. <laughs> oh, from uh, yeah, from Game Sack Seven, pretty character special. Yes. Yeah, I like those guys. So yeah, I just got this cartridge like uh, three, four days ago. Do I want to kick the old ladies? Why not? Well, do you? Tell me how you feel, Try, in general. I mean, I don't feel great about it, but it seems to be the objective so far. I think the old ladies are bringing, like, vases that they want to sell me. Oh, it looked like it was a little kid. I, I guess they're not worth anything, so just kick them out of the store. Uh, there was, like, a little kid with, like, a Game Boy or something, maybe? So Con Games, I think, is a pretty interesting homebrew developer because they they did um, a conversion of uh, Leisure Suit Larry to the NES, which is uh, fairly faithful. And I think they did a new one recently with upgrades to that. And um, oh, the boss told me to work <laughs> with his gut. <laughs> 
I guess this is part of the lore from that show. I guess I got got a crouch and punch him in the gut. I, I don't know why, but for some reason the boss's face makes me think of the uh, the characters from uh, Mischief Makers. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> like the, yeah, the hollow emptiness. Yeah. This game is very kung fu. Yeah, very kung fu. Very, very Spartan X, if you will, or Spartan X2. Yeah, I didn't. I, I haven't watched much of this. I only know this show mostly through the tried and true Battletoads meme that was going on, where people called them all the time and asked if they had Battletoads. I, I saw something. some YouTube uh, uh, video. For some reason, I, I can't even remember. Oh, I think I think it was a guy selling a selling like a Commodore sixty four, like like with like all the different accessories and stuff. I know uh, a friend of mine, Pat Contry. Uh, what's his YouTube name? Uh, Pat, uh, Pat the NES Punk. Pat the NES Punk. Yes, thank you. I know he was on the show at some point. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar, actually. Right. I I, I assume they're guy. I assume they're in his area. Uh, is he in the Vegas area? Oh, are they in Vegas? No, I I don't think he's in Vegas. I think he's in I think he's in California, but I'm not positive. Hmm. Work. They all want you to work, huh? I guess oh. he's just. Oh, I beat uh, I beat most of two levels. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, you beat some, so we can move on. But that's a brand new, yeah, brand that's... new NES game. We, so. we, we we are having a range of titles here tonight for sure. Number ten, Marvel presents 2019. Uh oh, this can only mean good things, can't it? Ah, Deadpool. I, I have to admit to not being particularly familiar with Deadpool. I know it's very popular, but I've not seen the movies. Oh, well, look at look at this uh, opening here. <laughs> there, there, uh, there might be profanity in this game. Avert so your eyes to any yeah. sensitive. You and I will not be doing a dramatic reading of the dialogue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is another one that uh, made some... Uh, a bit of a splash on the hacking community. So you, I don't think you need to know, but you do know the popularity of the character. I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know much about Deadpool either, but um, I know that Rob Leefield can't draw feet. So, I mean, I, what, I, what I'm curious is, is this just going to be straight up Ninja Gaiden levels? Uh, well, you don't need. Do you need a tutorial? I mean, I do not need a tutorial. This does not count towards your one level rule. Yeah, I I don't need a tutorial to play Ninja Gaiden. So it is Ninja Gaiden, but it is extensively hacked. So there are a lot new features. There's the self-healing mechanic that comes from the comic books. Climbing up the wall. uh, Yeah, climbing is different. Better. 
And uh, yeah, overall the game has a lot of surprises. So it's a very interesting hack and spent many years on it. Uh, I forget, uh, there was some... I think it was uh, a prototype was even leaked of it at some point, but I don't know the details of this story. So. Do you know if it's built with a uh, if it's built with a Ninja Gaiden uh, ROM, like to, as a patch? Yeah, so so it, it is a hack of the original Ninja Gaiden, uh, uh, and uh, they see, actually I just released... screen scrolled that guy. So that oh yeah, that seems that I seems authentic. <laughs> like, but what I'm curious is. Okay, where's this enemy spawned from? Because I'm trying That's to like, see if do they spawn like incessantly at the corner, like wherever. I think yeah, that's been heavily reduced in this version of the game, like the respawning stuff. Uh huh. Um, so I, I was probably still there, as you can see, but I don't think it's as aggressive. You know, but, I uh, I, uh, I I was talking about this just a stream or two ago, like. It is such a crime that Ninja Gaiden 3 is like widely considered the worst game in the series because like I will die on the hill that it is not only the best Ninja Gaiden game, but it, it may have the best level design of any NES game. Don't people say that this is a change though? That like uh in the u.s version the u.s version uh, has, has limited continued. limited continues and it is yeah. harder but you know if you learn to play the game on the famicom then mm. you'll you kind of see that the um uh that the nes version is basically it feels like a properly designed hard loop like the enemy placement is very is still very thoughtful uh, and the enemy and item placement like still works very, very well. I mean, the Famicom version is is the better version, but it's it's considerably easier than the uh, Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 in general. And I, I still think the NES version is is worth playing, but I, I would agree that you should learn the um, the Famicom version first. Yeah. Yeah, I like 3. Uh, I only have it on Famicom, but... No, I, I have the NES version too, but I never played the NES version much. Yeah, I mean, I, so. I think, like, just the, the level design, like, the... Because, like, the enemy placement is so deliberate in the game. The enemy placement, the item placement. Like, if you get an item that's going to, you know, shoot, uh, you know, a wave up and diagonal, or you're going to get an item that's going to shoot uh, the beams that go out from, like, your top and bottom like mm. there's going to be a string of enemies where that will probably be re really useful if you use it well um right. it just it has this flow to it that is just so good you know it just it flows so well uh it just it, it, it's just masterful level design on the nes so it this is too. uh this is definitely pretty cool yeah, they did a good job. I think uh, for people who are a fan of Deadpool, I think this kind of... I have the cartridge version of this, and it comes in like a proper box and everything, and it comes with a comic book and pretty good artwork and But it's, so it's, they, not like a, really it's not like a best. official Deadpool. No, it's not. No, no, it's not official, but uh, it might as well have been, considering how much work they put into just presentation overall. Yeah. 
this uh this baby sprite in the background that that's from level one in ninja gaiden 3 actually oh is it or it, it might be, it might be modified kind of thing. from it but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that's where it comes from it looks uh there, there's like a bunch of stuff in like tubes and things and then you got the level one ninja guy three i'm pretty sure pretty sure that's from that so yeah, yeah that's this is this is pretty cool and also pretty recent huh 2019 yeah, that, i think it's, it's 2019 yeah. 2020 i forget when they actually released it so and uh, they're doing a new one called hardcore which i think is like a hard mode hmm. that's coming out so all right game number 11 here we go uh, so, can you read that? I, I, I was starting to try to read the Furigana. Uh, okay. Uh, Getsu Fumaden. Getsu Fumaden. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, so, moon, moon, moon something. <laughs> that, that, that's all I got. So this is, uh, I mean, this is the translated version, as you can see, but uh, this has a connection to the TMNT game, because when Konami was done with TMNT, uh, they reused the code to make this game. So it shares a lot of aspects with the original TMNT NES game. So is this a released family, a released Konami Famicom game? Indeed it is. And the Famicom box is uh, lenticular, so when you... When you have it in your hand, it changes uh, the art depending on how you look at it. So you have the overworld here. Well, I, th this doesn't look anything like Ninja Turtles because it, it doesn't have a, a, a flickering uh, life bar made of sprites at the bottom. That's true. Uh, I mean, this came... This has a lot of... It's, it's not the same in the sense that like it plays exactly the same, but the combat is similar, the sound effects are similar, and the code... That runs on is uh, based on it. Take back your family's great Hadoken. Uh, so wait, is this? Did you say this is based on something? Or uh, no? it, so it's not based on like the property is not based on anything, but the game code is the original yeah. TMNT game code. Well, I mean that that yes. dream dream that, that sound effect. It's 100% Ninja Turtles. And this is a much better game, uh, quite honestly. I, I love the original Ninja Turtles, obviously. But uh, as a game itself, this is much better, much deeper. And uh, I saw, there, I really was a, I saw the, there was a continue option. Is that also in the original Famicom unpatched version? Yes, this is just a translation. So, so is, is, it, is it battery save or password save? Uh, that's a good question. I'm guessing password. Probably password, yeah. I don't know why I, I my instinct was to go left in this level, and it keeps going, so I'm like, was there anything to the right? <laughs> this does seem quite good, though. It, it's it's a little weird, though, with as, as Ninja Turtles-like as it is, and not being mm -hmm. able to attack, like, up or down. I mean, I can crouch yeah, and it's... attack, but it's, it's very much like a... It feels like a it feels more like Raphael's attack but with more reach because it's yeah, kind of got that spin turn mm -hmm. to it I, I I mean I I don't play a lot play the original turtles a whole lot um so uh I, I, I did beat it I did I have beat that game though 
it's not easy. <laughs> is uh is this is this like just a pretty cheap common cartridge? So the cartridge itself is pretty cheap. The box is not yeah. due to the fact that it's lenticular, and uh, I have it over here somewhere, but I'm too lazy to get up again. But uh, yeah, it's not super hard to get. Uh, it's fairly popular among the Famicom community in Japan. So when I worked there, you know, it was a game that came up in discussion here and there. Yeah, I. Uh, I really I... like the music in this game, and. It, I remember correctly, this character does show up in uh, YY World. Oh, two. really? I, I have YY World 2, but not 1. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't remember. This is uh, this is pretty neat. So what was it? Getsu what? Getsu Fuma then. Is, is the Fu wind? <laughs> Get your Google Translate. Are you studying Japanese finally? I, I am. I am. I. I okay. I. I mean, I'm. I'm not. Not too far in. I mean, I can't really make sense of senses, but uh, you know, there's. I'm starting to to know more and more words. Yes. Yeah, I've been impressed. Uh, a few times we talked that you kind of picked up a few things. So. So yeah, is is the foo is the foo wind in this case? I don't know. <laughs> Get so foo modded. Okay. Yeah, I've uh, I'll, I'll uh, might have to might have to go to the old eBay uh, after this stream <laughs> for for this one. This this does seem uh, this does seem up my alley. It's just so uh, I, I love that I love that turtle sound effect. You know that that beep, you, you, I, I can't even I can't even frog say enemy. it you just, you just killed a frog enemy but it's very similar to the TMNT so I mean there's like a lot of variety to like the environments already that mm. you go through it's kind of like a mix of uh, turtles and Zelda 2 yeah uh, have, have you finished this game? Uh, a while ago, I mean. Does it get? Is it ago? as mean as turtles? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Turtles. So far, uh, it does not seem. Back in, you know, when I interviewed the staff that worked on the original turtles, they told me that the original NES turtles game never was never finished. They, they really? had to rush out to market uh, due to certain things. And uh, so that's why the Turtles game is quite unbalanced and the different Turtles don't have their finished stats and things like this. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a hard, hard, hard game. I mean, I, I remember getting through the Technodrome. I think I, I sort of figured out how to scroll certain enemies off the screen so I wouldn't have to deal with them at all. Well, oh yeah, someone game. said uh, Replicant uh, was saying this reminds them of uh, Ninja Spirit, which I, I kind of see that with like that kind yeah, of yeah. Whoosh, 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 spin sort of motion to the sword. But yeah, this is uh, this is really good. This uh, I will uh, I will be looking for a copy of this. <laughs> oh, and speaking of uh, Castlevania. So you're not familiar with this ROM hack? Castlevania: then? The Holy Relics. I am not. Uh, I noticed that it is uh, PS2 era 
Castlevania logo, though, so it's it must be a not super recent ROM hack. Or not super no, old. It's I'm fairly old. recent. I, it's that, that, recent. I, I misspoke. I mean, it's, uh, it must not be super old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's three years old now, maybe two. Something like that. Time flies by, so... But yeah, you can select the stage. These are these are weird names. Like, Camilla Crypt is the only one that is actually, like, uh, an Vrad Manor. Uh, <laughs> those are the only names that are, that are really uh, ringing a bell with me in, in Castlevania lore here. Dennis, Andra, Deborah, Timnita? I, I'm, I'm not a select relic. Uh, doesn't seem like I have a choice. This uh, this is giving me a vibe like uh, like the Game Boy games. Kind of, I guess. It's a much uh, it's very interesting and very. So the guy who did this is Opto, and uh, I actually know him quite well in real life because we used to frequent the same places when we were teenagers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris. Um, did the uh, cores of mysteries and these hacks as well. He's probably the most famous Castlevania hacker of all time, I'd say. Okay. And uh, he recently also released another original game on cartridge. So he's still out there, a very good person in real life. Uh, but this one, um, I was very impressed with this. It came out, I think it was like two, three years ago. So do you know what Belmont or not Belmont I'm supposed to be playing as here? No, I wouldn't be able to tell you that. <laughs> I've only played like a couple stages of this. Uh, but uh, I mean, the uh, the the tile design and seems to be completely new. The the main character here completely new. The enemies mixture of old and new like that skeleton, I'm pretty sure, is just straight up from at least one of the games like even this axe look this axe is a different design it actually has a totally different trajectory too it, it is thrown very far yeah i mean this game he he has completely reverse engineered the original castlevania and has you know done so much for the hack community for this game and uh i know he also worked on rogue dawn which was that metroid oh yeah 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 i've played a little bit of that that's really yeah, he, he was he was the main guy on that, but he helped out. But you know, reverse engineering these uh, old NES games is kind of his thing. I, I really He's, like the the use of uh, color, like on like the, the trees, like the, the strong contrast of like that brown and green to that purple and blue lighting on the other side. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a cool look. Yeah, man, I. I first met the, this guy, like the hacker for this man. We must have been 18 or 19. Oh, how many years ago now? It was my first trip to the US. So, yeah, it's bringing back memories just thinking about it. So. <laughs> um, you know, you were saying Ca Castlevania 1, but like the way this runs kind of makes me think more of Castlevania 3. I think it's still based on the one code, if I'm not mistaken. 
but I could be wrong about this, but I know that, like, Castlevania 1 was the one that he really, like, reverse-engineered. Mm. So... I completely forgotten to keep up with uh, Super Chats, but I think had any come through, we would have seen it pop up. So. I, yeah, I didn't I didn't notice any come through. No. So, you can, you, you, you can always, chats, you can always scroll up if you need to. Yeah, yeah. No, I generally see them pop up inside my eye. I just been so fixated on these games. So what uh what was this one called again? The Holy Relics. The Holy Castlevania, Relics. the Holy Relics. And do, and do you like again, do you use like a Castlevania one ROM or something to patch it or Yeah, yeah. So Um This is all based yeah, John Riggs is saying it's the first game's engine. Yeah, I, I okay. thought so, because I don't think I know that he was working for the longest time on like some sort of reimagining of two, and I don't think that ever finished. And someone else has already done that now, so I don't think we'll see that, but... Ah! It's difficult, though. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, it, it feels like the right difficulty, you know? I'm always so fascinated by how good the music is in Chris's, uh, Chris's uh, hacks, because especially for the Castlevania stuff, it doesn't sound too far off from mm. actual like real Castlevania music. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not he's not recycling much here. I mean, uh, you know, the the death music is is uh, is a classic, but I mean, you know, why why would you change it? Like the Super Mario Death music. Well, there, you know, there's, there's like the Mario, Mario One, Mario Three, Mario World varieties. Like 3D World actually uses the Mario Three one for whatever reason. But... Hey, John, uh, John Riggs is saying Pyronauts, which I think is that fire uh, hack that he's been working on. Which is that based on Metroid? But uh, it's been developed for a long time. I remember playing like Pyronaut. I think that's what you mean, right? But I remember playing a um, like hack of his for that, like back in the 2000s sometimes. It was even it was impressive back then, even. But I don't think that was ever finished and released. It's a magfest. This uh, knife or whatever this knife equivalent weapon is is pretty powerful, but mm. it's actually stronger than the whip. But I'm having trouble utilizing it well. <laughs> Come yeah, the power up system, by the way. Oh! <laughs> I don't know if that counts as beating the level. <laughs> let's say let's say you beat the level. Just because you can't be stuck on all this. That's pretty oh, good. So John's saying that Pyronos is done. It's based on Castlevania 2, but uh, has no bosses yet. Well, cool. Interesting. I hope Chris is doing well. It's been a while since I talked to him now. So yeah, you said it, it, this was the guy that did uh, 
Metroid Rogue Dawn. That that seemed really good. I, I would like he, to play uh, more of that. He helped out with that. Oh, he helped. The out. one he's most the most famous one he did was Chorus of Mysteries, which is another Castlevania. Oh, okay. And I just see uh, we got a twenty five from uh, a Thomas Kn. Thank you. Yeah. Very generous. Really Thank digging you. all these ROM hacks, the chip tunes especially. Thank you for hosting these fun Sunday evening streams. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, and yeah. It's we're, we're, it's always fascinating with music when music is changed in ROM hacks. This is always very fascinating because you know it can either be inter- interpretations, it can be brand new music, or in bootleg sense, you know, it's a lot of hacked sound drivers. So. Uh, so far, a lot of the uh, the the ROM hacks and stuff have had very good music. But that uh, that Mario Kart <laughs> that oh, did yeah. not have good music. Your favorite, uh, Nebs and Debs. Yeah, whatever whatever that means. It's another uh, new homebrew that was released in 2018. It was a crowdfunder campaign for this. So, okay. Uh, pretty neat. Try it out. I, I, I seem to have a face on my hair. I think it's a bow, no? Huh? I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm interpreting it as an angry eye, eyes with a with an angry mouth in the middle. And this is gonna be like uh, Aghanim and Zelda Three. <laughs> Oh, that that doodle doo doodle doo. Oh, you beat the stage. Yeah. Oh no, you died actually. Didn't you? That uh, that doodle doo doodle doo. That's sounding so familiar. Like is that is that based on something? Doodle doo doodle doo. Can't say it rings a bell for me. So I mean, this is kind of a, a like a Wario Land charge mechanic, but kind of not. Yeah. Oh, somewhat similar. So, so you don't really. I get the sense that you don't follow the homebrew community. No, I, don't, I mean I. I have like huge respect for it and everything, but I just, <laughs> I just don't really focus on it, really at all. Like, like for like my personal collection, like I, I'm very much focused on. ROMs like that are officially made. I mean, you know, when I say ROMs, I mean, you know, actual mm-hmm. ROMs, you know, ROM chips. You know, I, I'm, I'm concerned with, you know, cartridges that were, you know, licensed by Nintendo, licensed by Sega, discs licensed by Sony or whatever. Uh, you know, that like that, that's just what I am interested in myself. Like I've sort of said before, like, when you've got something like um, uh, Xeno Crisis, which is, I, I love yep. the idea of these brand new games like this made on the actual uh, original hardware, because mm-hmm. then, you know, there's no fakery, you know, you, you, you know, you aren't making a game that looks like an NES game, but not quite hitting the mark. Like you are, bound by the limitations of that system unless you come up with a new mapper but in which case you're still bound to the limitations of the system i love the idea that this stuff runs on hardware but like the way that you get me to buy it 
is if you do like what Strictly Limited Games did and they had a uh, they had a Ultra Core and they had a Xeno Crisis, not just for you know new a new ROM uh, for those systems. They uh, oh wait, how how did I how did I do that? How did I go? I went up at some point. Yeah, can't you do like two directions? Oh, is it oh is it like a peak? Is it like a Pikachu like Smash Brothers mechanic? Oh, I got, I went up some so, so basically oh. for me, oh, you can. But yeah, like I love how they also then had like Switch versions of that. Even though, like, yes, the Switch version's emulated; it's not running on its native hardware. But like to me, like it is a a real Nintendo cartridge. Like that's, like you know that that's the difference to me. Like that for my own collection purposes, you know. People are saying you need to dash as a jump on it. Oh, oh. No, oh, I ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, uh, Center Crisis was ported, though. That was not uh, emulated. Oh, um, really? Okay, I didn't, I just assumed. But uh, actually, my favorite thing to collect these days is new, like, cartridges for older systems like this. So I much support anyone who do this uh so i really and i've always been a huge fan of rom hacks and it's kind of you know i dabbled in it myself when i was younger so yeah i mean yeah. I, I i i love the idea of it but it's just like mm. there's so many things i could be focused on and paying attention to <laughs> and so yeah it's, it's just like not what i focus on that's why uh, in the chat you see John Riggs here and there. He he's great for this because he does a lot of community yeah. awareness for homebrews. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does his own. Always so. always retweeting like Kickstarters and stuff. Yeah yeah. So John, follow John if you John Riggs if you aren't already following him because he always highlights them and he makes his own. And uh, I wish I got a copy of Bob's Burgers that he did because uh, my wife is a huge fan of that show. So. Uh, uh, we got some super chats. Uh, uh, yeah, I think just one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The true oh. king of space. Oh, I'm glad I finally found you. <laughs> um, $10. I always put your videos on in the evening while I'm working on side projects. Uh, keep up the good work. Anyone ever tell you that you can re you resemble the YouTuber Valcom? Mm. Which one of us? I guess you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've not heard that one before. I mean, I, I always hear, you know, I sound like Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, not that I think I do, but that's what people always say. And, uh, you know, yeah, people say, like, you look like this person, you look like that person. I, I, I get a lot. Um, there, there's a character on... You know, I don't really watch a lot of TV, but I guess there's a character on The Office that a lot of people compare me to. Uh, it, you know, every once in a while, you know, someone's like, oh, you look like this person, you look like that. What, what's really funny is when people comment on videos, they'll say, you look like this person. You sound like this person. And it's always like, well, how much of the video did you watch? Because there's two people in here. <laughs> Who is you? <laughs> so I always have to like Google who they're saying you look like. And I'm like, oh, they were talking about Corey or, oh, they were talking about me. 
Oh, was this number 14 or I, I whenever I bring up this menu, I can never remember whether I already moved down to the next well, one. Double check 13, maybe. Oh, no, yeah, th this must have been the next one. Uh, Rad Ranger sends five dollars enjoying the stream tonight. Keep up the good work, thank you. Thanks. So, man. this is kung fu. This is just straight up. Is this just straight up kung fu? Yeah, I... but uh, there is a pretty significant change, as you can see. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't remember a female playable character being an option. <laughs> no. So, there you play as Sylvia instead of Thomas. Um. I'm going to have to get used to my up jumping, aren't I? Oh, yeah. It's one of those, isn't it? It is one of those. I, I guess if you really wanted to, I like if you were playing with like a Super Nintendo controller or something, something with more buttons, I wonder if you could remap it on the mister to just make the up But this game, I think in the, like this game doesn't really require, like it's not a platformer. No, so. yeah, it's, it's not that bad. Th this is a game that I, I, I don't own, but I, I, no. I, I mean, you know, there's a lot of like really common cheap NES games that like I want to get, but like whenever mm. I'm in a, oh, the death, the death uh, sprite was not yeah, yeah, too bad they didn't change that. Um, there's like a lot of like really common NES games. It's like, I want this, but like every time I go to the game stores, I'm always like spending my money on like something that's more like exotic. Like, oh, you don't see this very often, or, you know, this is a little pricier or something, you know, like the common ones, it's always just like, eh, this is always going to be there, you know? Yeah. Like Bible buffet. <laughs> But uh, this uh, th this is a game that like I, I don't I remember you you and I went to Game World uh, so Video Game World is the store that's in yeah, your yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there together, and I think I emptied out their 3DO and CDI. Uh, yes, stock you did. When I was you there. just yeah. got your your CDI. One of them. I, I my friend gave me a Magnavox CDI. I had I have another one. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, they what, what was they had there that I picked up? They had Tetris. Uh, I I think it and was it the grid that had um the grid had Laser Lords. It, it was yes. the one with that lizard on the cover, which was like an yeah, amazing box art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was a great find. The the grid had the. Uh, I also found the WCW main event on Game Boy there, which is uh, hard to find. Oh, yeah, and that's I, right. I needed that for research at the time. So, great find. I uh, I, I forgot this game has the uh, the NES laugh sound, which I just absolutely love. Oh, yes, that's true. Spartan X in Japan. So, this is a officially licensed Jackie Chan game in Japan. Because Spartan X had come out in theaters when this came out in the arcades. And uh, if you're a fan of Jackie Chan movies, Spartan X is the Japanese name for Wheels on Meals, which is a great film. <laughs> yeah, this uh, it's, it's an interesting game. I mean, I, I don't like it as much as, uh, like, you know, in terms of, like, games where you, like, just run into enemies. Ah! Uh, where you just like run into an endless stream of enemies and just do a one button attack against them. Uh, I, I'm definitely more of a fan of Russian attack. Oh yeah. I Green love Bay. Russian attack. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great game. Um, do you remember they did like a PS3 remake of that? What? 
Yeah, I think so. at least it was the E3 uh, year that when what? I was there. Are you? Are you? Wonder if that came out? Did it? Yeah, it must have. I'm pretty sure. There was a there was a HD Russian attack. I, I, I have a hard time believing this. Did I miss a twenty-five dollar? No, we read the twenty-five dollar yeah. super chat. Did, did, did that enemy was that enemy of the boss? So the boss, uh, you should duck and punch him. You should oh, get punched and duck and punch. Kicking just feels like it has more range. But I beat the boss, or at least I assumed that was the boss because he was the enemy with the health bar. Mm -hmm. But I guess I didn't get to the stairs in time. Is there uh, is there any notable uh, story behind uh, this this ROM hack? Like I know that uh, uh, like Mike Micah uh, famously did um, did the ROM hack for Donkey Kong, where I believe he plays Pauline in it. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, big uh, uh, big deal. I remember when he did that because that was picked up by mainstream media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, there's no significant. I thought it was just funny. You know, it's just a random bag. Yeah. We never know what you're going to get. But, so. but it, I, I saw, I noticed the title screen. I mean, I forgot what the Kung Fu title screen looked like. I mean, it was the exact same title screen used in that, uh, 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 that, uh, what, what was it called? Uh, not, not Chales and Lee, but whatever, it, whatever it was called. <laughs> The other game that was like Kung Fu that we played, the, the Pawn Stars. Oh, Chumley. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that is very much based on yeah. Kung Fu. So. All right, game 15. Right. Oh, well, I, I'm noticing a theme here. <laughs> Sometimes there is a little bit of a break. So. Oh, this, this is a game that I own both on NES and uh, uh, PC Engine. I have every version for every region of this game. This game is yeah. amazing. Yep. I prefer this uh, NES version. What? I know some people are really for the PC Engine version, uh, but I think this one kind of... I grew up with this. That's probably why. I, I, I did not. I was unaware. You know, our, our friend Game Dave is a huge Jackie Chan fan. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he actually... Uh, you know, he... He's done this sort of uh, storyline series on his channel where he's like um, kind of had this ongoing story. He, he, he kind of wrapped up uh, the storyline a couple of years ago, uh, or at least for now. He might continue it in the future, but like he, he is like such a huge Jackie Chan fan that he like intentionally saved... Uh, this game for like the last episode on a storyline and it's got this uh this huge uh like uh like visual effects sequence where he's fighting i think it's the boss of the third level maybe where it's this really weird looking frog mm -hmm. uh it's like got this crazy sequence in it. I can't remember if it's that episode or the episode before that where, like, there's this moment where he, like, like, his, like, face turns into my face for, 
for a little bit. <laughs> it's, uh, I wonder it's, if, it's uh, I wonder if he would have read my uh, Jackie Chan game article on Hardcore. He may Game have. He did. Uh, he did. Um, he did a Jackie Chan and video games panel at uh, Retro World Expo a few years ago. Uh, I it, should ask him if he ever read my article. Because my article was back in 2009. So, and I got to, you know, talk to Jackie's management at that time. Oh. About, and did interviews and everything. That was probably the biggest hardcore gaming article at that time when I did that. And then I later on did the Ninja Turtles hardcore gaming article, which was at that time then the biggest. And then I think... I beat all of my old records there with my Asterix and Donald Duck articles because they it got exceedingly bigger. Bigger those articles. He uh, uh, he, and... uh <laughs> for his uh, for his. I love these tigers. Like I just love how huge they are. I mean, I know they're sprite flickering all over the place, but I just love them. Yeah. Um, but for his panel, he made this like gigantic, like real life Jackie Chan cutout, and then a. Mm -hmm. Uh, a pixel Jackie Chan from this game cutout that were like these like life-size cutouts. He spent like all night the night before uh, going to the convention making them and like because he wanted to have them like on the stage so people could like go take selfies with Jackie Chan and pixel Jackie Chan after the panel. No. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was pretty amazing. Actually, I, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, I think I'm the one who found um, uh, found his uh, his copy of uh, Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu at, uh, at uh, I believe it was Too Many Games. But yeah, I, I, I was totally unaware of the game. And uh, yeah, I, I later got it. And uh, just fell in love with it myself. I mean, I, yeah, a lot of people do prefer the PC Engine version. Even, even you know, some some of my friends who are like big NES people, like still prefer the the PC Engine version. But like, I, the PC Engine version is good. But like, <laughs> something about the way the character just looks on the NES version, like something about the the lower colors and more simplicity to how he looks just is more charming to me. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like he, he's got more colors and more like defined like eyes and stuff on PC Engine, which is like, I guess technically better, but I just, I, I played this version first and I I still, I still prefer this one. I, I oh yeah, I love these, like these side scrolling levels have great music. Yeah, totally does. So um, maybe we should make those articles available again somehow. Because when Hardcore Gaming did their redesign, they all went away. Oh, really? To figure out how to get, I, I knew yeah. that there were some articles I was looking for, and I, I couldn't find them. I didn't know that was why. Like, I, is, I'm not even sure if the Go old Goemon article is still around. I don't think so. I, that, was like, that, that was like a huge reference guide for me for so long. Because that was like the first series that I got really into importing hmm. uh and yeah, I, I i was just i i i remember just opening opening up uh <laughs> the going bot article like it's just like rereading stuff on that like all day at my old job instead of like doing things <laughs> right yeah the jackie chan article I, it took me two years to make that because I was wow. going. I was going through with his management and Frankie Chan, which is not in family or anything. But I was 
part of his production team. And we were doing a lot, and I had to get clearance for all these things, and there was many games to write about. So it would be good to get that article out again, just because it took so many months yeah, and years yeah. to make it. So the Turtles article, even though that was... Yeah, it was hundreds of word pages to write that, but that took me three months or something, which had like every Turtles game ever made. Wow. So. Uh, we are not emulating. Uh, well, technically. Well, we are. I, mean, I guess we are. The Mister is FPGA, which is emulation. Yeah. But I was going I was going to use uh, Famicom. I was going to use the Famicom EverDrive, but the, the fact of the matter is I, I probably would have been using it on the NT Mini Noir anyway, so <laughs> I would have been sort of emulating either way. Did you kick this guy in the face? I don't remember. Yep. Kick him in the face. He makes an expression. Oh yeah, that didn't last long. Every turtle scan though. Yeah, that uh, when I did that article about Turtles, uh, all the Turtles games, that was complete at, of that time. Uh, and I actually interviewed several of the people at Konami Japan about their involvement in that series. And uh, like Izumi, who did the music and the original uh, NES designer for the first game and things like that. So that was another big article back in the day, which is also gone, unfortunately. Man, the music in this game is so good. It really is. Well, you've beaten the level now. So. I have. This is it's, it's such a good game. I wish I could keep playing because who knows what who knows what awaits me. Going to the next yeah. game is always a gamble. Uh, all right, number six, Sammy. We really are moving along here. <laughs> yeah. Perkele. Oh well. Naki Kioski Tapelu. I don't think most people have ever seen this game. Uh, I, I, I would guess so. Uh, this is a 2017 yeah, game, though, so it's it must not be like a vintage dindy game or nothing. Nope. Uh, for people who said that they want to read these articles, I will try to get them up uh, and restore them. I probably still have the uh, uh, is that uh... HTMLs. So the oh, language. Wait. Is... The language is what? Finnish. Finnish. Yeah. Was was that was that Finland on the map? Yep. So this is a. It was only a hundred carts of this, I think. Uh, only released on cartridge. I don't think this is my own dump. So. I oh really? That exists. Yeah, it doesn't exist out there. Uh, but uh, it was only sold for one day, a hundred carts, and it's all these unofficial uh, uh let's say events from finland uh, this is the bum fighting or like drunk fighting and then i don't speak finnish but uh it's all uh because the the name of the game is actually a potty word in, <laughs> in finnish so I, I, my, my understanding is that like like scholars like don't really even know where like the Finnish language comes from like it's apparently it's not very related to like anything hmm. which is interesting if true yeah I mean it has its origins and like there's a bit of like 
oh. depends on where in Finland you are too. I mean, there's a lot of Finns that speak Swedish, mm -hmm. so. And then I think the closest would be like Russian. <laughs> oh, was was I guess this was was this two player mode that I I selected? Uh, you might have, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, most people have not heard of this because it was only sold for one day. And, and it's in Finnish. <laughs> yeah, it's in Finnish. Uh, it is quite uh, naughty, this game. So, so, so is, 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 it, is it like, are like these characters based on anything? No, it's just bums. It's just drunk people. Ha. Huh. Interesting. So well, it I, makes fun of its own uh, nation, I suppose. I, I, I guess I, I technically beat some levels. <laughs> That is, that is it. So you have one of the hundred copies, huh? Yeah, I I bought this when it came out. So very it cool. came in the box. Very nice one. Nice artwork. Uh, so shall we go on to game seventeen? Let's go to game seventeen. Oh, I accidentally went to. I, how did how did I do that? Mm -hmm. I, what did you do? I somehow went to the top of the list. I didn't think that was oh. possible. Found a new, uh, but I don't know how I did it. Maybe I maybe I just hit left or right twice because you can jump quickly by hitting left or right. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I I wish you could just hit the B button to go back up to the previous menu. But all right, all right, seventeen. Oh, we were uh, we were talking about this game not that long ago, right? So this is from NES Rocks. It was a Brazilian. And uh, also did an amazing conversion of um, Super Pitfall, uh -huh. which uh, makes that game actually playable. And this is the, the same kind of take on Ghostbusters, which is uh, very impressive considering the original quality. Yeah. Here from I mean, I'll... Mega X6, $5 saying, I love these retro games. Well, thank you. But I, 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 I am loving them more than I expected to tonight. I was very concerned. <laughs> yes, I know you were. You were like, you're going to pick how many games? And you're not going to tell me what they are? Hey, so I even no. found one I need to import. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I was commenting to you that, uh, you know, I, I had, there are three games to my recollection anyway that I owned as a kid that I don't mm. own today. Those are Jeopardy, Mickey mm. Mousecapade, and Ghostbusters. And I like Mickey Mousecapade was just so confusing for me as a kid. I couldn't I, I couldn't figure out how like to get through the game at all. And like I, I kind of feel like I have unfinished business with it, but I also kind of feel like in my mind, like getting it is like tied to getting Ghostbusters. Cause it's like, well, if I have unfinished business with that, I also have unfinished business with Ghostbusters. And I am horrified of the idea of going back to NES Ghostbusters, especially because I've heard that if you die on, if you die fighting Gozer, then it doesn't matter how many extra lives you've accumulated. You, you're back to the beginning of the game. That's. Whew. <laughs> oh, when you hit the start button, it says, it says Ghostbusters. Oh man, this is. This is I'm getting, I'm getting flashbacks here. I don't flashbacks too. I don't, I don't exactly remember how you play the game. <laughs> yeah, I am not too. I played this on Commodore 64 when I was a kid, and 
that's a bit I mean it's the same layout but uh, this one but I mean the driving section looks much better than the original NES version I, 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 it, it kind of makes me think of uh, uh, Vice Project Doom's driving section, which makes me feel like I should be able to shoot, but oh, I seem to not be able yeah. to. It's a good game. It's a great game, for sure. So you slowing down, or the game? Uh, I mean, I... Oh, so, okay, yeah, you're picking up. Yeah, I'm just... I'm, I don't... I, I see. I, I just never really understood how I played this game in the first place. So like, I don't like what you need a beam. Do I go to the shop? Do you buy that? Why would Why would shop, Ghostbusters yeah. buy a beam at the shop? I guess you have to upgrade. But but Egon makes the stuff himself. <laughs> well, it's the game adaption. You, you know, they, they changed it a little bit. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So oh, buy. yeah, the ghost. I remember these items now, and I remember... I'm not sure if these sprites are changed. They probably are, but I just... You should get a ghost vacuum, because that's for free. Yeah, this, is, this right. is... I guess that's all I can get. So I guess you have to... vacuum some ghosts to make money. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go to that the blinking building. Yeah. Or not. I guess not. I think I think when they blink, you can go there, but we're just too late. So if the Safe Up Marshmallow Man does that, then I guess if too many villains get crushed, then you just like... Probably. You just lose the game. Well, that didn't even blink, so I don't know what's going on. I'm sure people who are familiar with this game are just ripping their hair out while watching this. Ah. Uh. Because it doesn't feel like I can go like into these just regular buildings for some reason yeah gotta stop the ghost oh oh I, I still need a beam it still All said right. I need a beam but I don't have any money hmm. time's getting funny how I don't know like but it's impressive looking though I mean I, mean, I would like to neat. see the actual like uh Oh, we're out of gas. Oh, you have to push the car. How sad. I mean, I, I know that you said that this version uh, actually uh, uh, has like the, the Ghostbusters 2 HAL sprites. Yeah, yeah. It uses sprites from the uh, new Ghostbusters oh, 2 or something. whatever it's called. Yeah. Can oh, I... there's a blinking building. If... Yeah, you can go there. If I can. Damn. Oh, yeah. Go there. It says you, you need, a, a beam. need a beam. I guess it won't okay. let me go into the levels unless I have a beam, but, like, like I don't have any money. Like, Ghostbusters headquarters is down here, but I... I oh, can I go into it? I thought I, I tried. <laughs> you have to push the car again. Oh, my goodness. This game. Even... I mean, I... I, I I respect the heck out of this. Uh, the work. The, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're going to rematch Goza the games, became the destructor, well, you, know, you should focus on these lesser well-playing games, you know, like you try to make them actually good. Yeah. So. 
That uh, that very, voice uh, clip is very, very good. Very good. Uh, on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get this. I just, I, I, w I would love to. Oh, okay. I picked up the Ghostbusters at the headquarters. It looked like. Yes. But I still have no money. I, you need a bean. <laughs> but I got no. How can I get money? I'm allowing you to change games, try. But, uh, but, but, but house price. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I have an old version or something, but I mean, if you don't have money, you can't, you can yeah. get the ghost vacuum, but that doesn't help you. It doesn't let me go into the levels. So, yeah, I mean, whew, oh, the white square you brought up had the vacuum in it after you bought it. I know, but. It did, but um, like it didn't. Does that count as a beam? Uh, maybe. But like it, I it did. I, I did. Beam. I did see that, but like, yeah, it's there. Can, but what does it mean? Can you go with the, any other building? Oh, damn it! <laughs> this is so frustrating. Like, it every when I go, go there and yeah. hit hit the A button, it just says you need a beam. Go back to the headquarters. Like last right, time, well, it just at least go. it just made the Ghostbusters like actually go into the car. This is baffling. I I yeah, I, I love how. New York is apparently just like an endless, like when it's the driving thing, it's just like endless rows of brick. <laughs> like there's no yeah. like gap between any of the buildings. Well, I, 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 I clearly need to understand how to play this game better. <laughs> yeah. In the 26 version, 2600 version, you use the vacuum while driving to suck up ghosts. There's an Atari 2600 version of this game? Yeah. It, oh, didn't God, they, didn't they include... Awful. Isn't that included or at least referenced somehow in the in the HD Ghostbusters game? Could be. Oh, here, <laughs> here's... Uh, I, I'm not exactly a Sonic fan, but uh, th this title screen looks impressive. Yeah. Let's check this out before we... Too much on I, I, I I like the use of color. I mean, it feels like the the color usage on that title screen is really good. Yep. So this this said two thousand on the screen. No, two thousand twenty. Or, or that's what I meant to say. Twenty twenty. Yeah. You know. Don't count the thing I intend to say to actually fall out of my mouth. <laughs> That's fine. I'm here to, I'm here to translate for you. I, I mean, the Sonic Sprite is is kind of neat. Yeah, is is it sort of loosely based on the Sonic Three Sprite? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what's. It's certainly not for Master System because it's not that expressive on the yeah. ancient games. But like, he actually has like. Uh, Like, sort of like his, his spikes blow in the wind. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, this level design yeah, doesn't seem to be based on anything I'm terribly familiar with. Not that I'm no, the level design. So basically, this is a hack that's called Sonic uh, Improvement Volume Two, which is basically a ROM hack of a ROM hack of a bootleg because <laughs> this is originally Sumari, which is a yeah. You can see it in the uh, GameStack episode I did with Joe, but uh, it is a Sonic knockoff with Mario in it from Hummer Team. Yeah. I think and I've, then I think someone I've did Sonic that. the Hedgehog at ROM hack where they inserted Sonic in and uh, tried to fix the music too, I think, back then. And then you have Sonic Improvement, which is this project where they're trying to basically make it as good as it can be on with the uh, engine that it has. There's a lot of, you can see like enemy placement and stuff like this is uh, pretty chaotic. Yeah, somewhat chaotic, and the momentum is uh, Very, not the greatest, but no, yeah. it is much better than what it used to be. Uh, the GameStack episode we're talking about is the Bootleg Games, which was the last episode on GameStack, which uh, I wrote and uh, appeared in with uh, Joe and John Lindman. And also Chales and Lee. And Chales and Lee. I hope to talk to them someday. <laughs> get uh, get a little more dindy information. Yeah, they they Some, did they did make me feel quite dindy. Something about uh, Robotnik's uh, face when that sign was spinning, like the the lines that they had through him, kind of just made them look like wink, weird wrinkles on his face, like it like his face was like melting or something. Look at uh, look at look at these these flowers with these really wriggly stems. I I don't know how I feel about it. It's, it's you a, don't like it? It's a, it's a little it's a little. The weirdest. It's, thing it's a little too it's a, it's a little too lively, don't you think? Oh, so you want you want it more laid back? Yeah, I mean you know like it's a little bit too much for you. Like plants are supposed to be, you know. I mean, video games have taught me that when plants become too lively. You know, you need to shoot a rocket launcher and, you know, flamethrower at them. It's, they, they, uh -huh. they are dangerous and want to eat you. Well, it's good that you apply all video game logic to real life. Well, I mean, I am playing a video game after all. That is true. But if I if I saw a plant moving like that in real life, I would... Uh, I would be you would also flamethrow it. I mean... So I don't have a flamethrower, so I would just give it a wide berth, but, you know. Let's see. Just starting to catch up with the chat in case there was some No. Like, doesn't Robotnik's yeah, face no, look kind of creepy? Yeah, it just looks like his like skin is like starting to melt off his face. The, the most recent game stack, the last one. Yep. It's called Bootleg Games. Is, uh... I, I, I mostly just want to play this level just because I'm... I'm just curious if there's going to be, like, a Robotnik fight. And oh, if so, boy. what it, what would it be like? So what, what time is it right now over in Norway? <laughs> oh god, uh, it is 4.30. <laughs> I 
I mean... But I, I, I slept until you woke me up for this, so nah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, tomorrow's a holiday, so I can catch up. Yeah. Weird mechanics. <laughs> yeah, the phys physics are kind of all over the place. Ah, that was it. Oh, look, look at Sonic's uh, uh, life counter face. It, like, actually gives you this, like, oh, I'm got, so yeah. disappointed in you face. <laughs> All right, game number 19. Home Alone 2, <laughs> Lost in New York. Oh no, what have you done to me? Have <laughs> you played this before? I'm pretty, is, is this just an unmodified ROM? This is just an unmodified ROM. You don't need to change the I game, I am pretty sure I've played the NES version of this before and I am pretty sure it's horrible. Um, but I actually owned the Game Boy version back in the day. Oh. And I hated it. And what's weird and maybe a little unfortunate to admit is I, I kind of liked the first any Game Boy Home Alone game. I, I actually beat it. You need to master the slide mechanic in this game. So you have to oh, run and then yeah, slide into stuff. That's uh, how we do it. Doesn't really look like there's anything in there. But I can get. But yeah, like I, I actually kind of liked the first Game Boy Home Alone game. It was. It I never played it on Game Boy. But I played Amiga and Mega Drive, which wasn't that bad. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I, admittedly, I, I tried playing it again, not that long ago, and it was, it was, not as. I mean, I. I didn't really remember how to play all that well, but like I, I've definitely got a soft spot for the Game Boy game. It was, it was a Christmas game that you know I did not ask for. Mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, oh, that guy oh just no, got me. And now I'm back at the beginning of the level for just getting got by one guy. But uh, but yeah, like I mean I I, I like I I I remember. Uh, you know, I was just kind of like, oh, like, I don't know if I want that. Like, you, like back then, like, I, I knew, like, a movie, a game based on a movie, like, there's no way that's going to be any good. Or at least it is profoundly unlikely. Like, I knew that there were some good Disney games and some good... What? Oh, look! That's a key! Keys are good! <laughs> I don't need it. But keys are good! <laughs> Is this the only key in a video game that has ever hurt you? Could be. It'd be, be an interesting uh, research material. But, uh, oh, th all that guy that was in that shop that got me actually came out of there. Like, I'm feeling like there's no reason to actually go into any of these uh, doors. I was going to say that there's no reason to be playing this game. Because that also would be a factual statement. Yes. Just listen to the music. It's so, like, indicative of this game, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like, I I, uh, I remember my mom being, like, you know, after I, I, you know, left the game unopened for a few days after Christmas, she was like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you know, if you don't want that, like, you know, we could take it back to the store and get something else, which, like, you know in some respects was a deal that I probably should have taken. 
But I was just like, oh no, like you know, I'll you know. You probably could have gotten like little Samson. Yeah, I know, you know right? <laughs> uh, but I was just like, oh, you know, I'll play it. I remember we opened it up and like, you know, my mom even like read a bit of the manual to me. Uh, even though I could probably have read it by that point. Um, and, you know, I, I eventually remember over time, like, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of getting this game. I'm kind of getting into it. And, uh, you know, I eventually beat it. And I like liked it enough that, uh, when I was uh, at a, a Babbage's and um, when I was visiting my aunt and uncle, my, my, my uncle said, hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll buy you a Game Boy game. And I was like, oh. Well, I went in there and they had like nothing I wanted. Of course, like I would have loved to, you know, uh, Drumble, who I saw was in the chat at, at least earlier. You know, I know he's he's told uh, this, sto this story before, where you know, he you know he chose like Balls 3D for Super Nintendo, and you know some other like really off the wall uh, games. You know, those random points when your parents are like, "Hey, you can you can choose a game." Like, could you imagine like getting to now now knowing like what we know now about like good games and what has become rare and stuff, like. Could you imagine what, like, if you could go back and look at that selection that was available to you, like, you know, there could have been some thousand dollar game that you're just like kicking yourself that you didn't get. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think we need to change game. Yeah, because I don't yeah, even I know how to proceed. <laughs> we, we can't. Keep We've exhausted. Anymore. But anyway, I saw nothing I wanted. This was one of those situations for me. I saw nothing I wanted. But I was like, well, you know, Home Alone 1 was pretty good. So I mm -hmm. chose Home Alone 2 at Babbage's. And it is, much like this, incomprehensible in comparison to the first Game Boy game. Pretty much. I just, it, it, I, I, I somehow beat the first level, but never got anywhere in the second level. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rolling. Oh, here we go. This is the new game from uh, the Holy Relics. Oh, uh, hacker. okay. So okay. This is not ROM hack. This is a brand new game that he made, and this came out uh, last year or 2019. I think I think that's the copyright, but uh, I think the cartridge came out last year. Interesting. So, you know, I I actually just ordered a, a physical copy of a game uh, that. This is kind of making me think of um, called uh, Tanuki Justice. Oh yeah, the it's uh, it's from this game. Uh, it's well, it's it's from a developer that uh, did a game that Corey streamed uh, not that long ago, and he really liked it called Agalos. Mm -hmm. the, it, it seems like this developer's uh, thing is uh, very much. Oh, <laughs> look at this rolling. What? Why, why, why can't raccoon crawl? Um, but like his thing, this developer's thing very much seems to be making like master system aesthetic games. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm not surprised that Corey wanted to uh, yeah. do that. But 
Yeah, this is a this is a pretty neat game. I really enjoy this. I mean, this, uh, this seems to out. not be like a hack of anything, as far as I can tell. Like, it's just a, is no, this no. An this is engine? completely uh, custom. Like, this is uh, Chris's own game that he uh, coded up. But it's pretty good. So I mean, even when it's uh, just straight up him, what does... uh, this is really fluid mechanics. A good music. I love the graphics too. They're simple, but uh, this kind of remind me of uh, you know, 1987, 1988. Yeah, I mean, era. there's almost like, a, you know, uh, almost a um, like, you know, I was just talking about Mickey Mousecapade sort of vibe to it in a way, mm -hmm. like you know, just the way you walk along. I mean, the, the mechanics Hudson, are definitely different. Hudson Field. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's good to it's good to play these games just to kind of get more familiar with these new NES games for you. Then yeah, cause... yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I I knew. I mean, you probably knew going into it. This would be a very educational uh, for me tonight. Well, originally I was just going to pick trash, but uh, I also remembered I usually stream for like three, four hours. So I was like, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're getting older. Our health is not what it used to be. <laughs> Maybe we should have some fun too. I, I'm, am I, I, I think when I'm just seeing the B button when I roll, like it, it hurts the enemy, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just trying to figure out if it was using any consumables, but I don't think it is. Way to go, Raleigh. Oh, password system. So yeah, I think uh, get the gist of the game. Yeah. Pretty neat little thing. But yeah, it's pretty cool. But see, uh, this is still still buy a cartridge of it. I'm sure if you look it up. Yeah, I mean, th this is very much the kind of thing that you know it. You know, it seems to be happening more with like Mega Drive homebrews, but like mm. if like some of these NES homebrews like started getting like emulated port on Switch or something, or or just a port on Switch, like I would absolutely be be buying them. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. But I think uh, there's some legal legalities involved. Yeah, Nintendo probably doesn't like other people emulating. NES. Mm. I mean, not that it would be illegal, but they wouldn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Super game, man. Where where has this been all my life? I oh know. no. <laughs> so, yeah, you're a fan of Shinobi, not I, as much as Corey. I'm, I've I've listened listening to this music. I mean it. That is the music. Yep. This is not Super Shinobi, though. If you know your Shinobis, this is not a port of the Super Shinobi. Uh, yeah, I mean, the title screen looks it, but it, that, yeah, uh, yeah. this is very much Shinobi 3. Yep. Although, oh, okay, there is a dash. Mm -hmm. uh, so Super Game is the developer. Yeah. Uh, is this a vintage uh, ROM hack or? It's not a ROM hack. It's a pirate. 
or yep. like I, I guess that's what I meant to say. It's a it's a a vintage Boot pirate. Link. Yep. Yeah. So this came out. I think it's like from '96 or so. Um, but it's a pretty authentic uh, port. I mean, considering some of the other ones we played. I mean, yeah, this yeah. isn't half bad. It plays pretty good. It looks pretty good. The music isn't half shabby. And uh, this is featured in that GameStack episode as well. So. Joe actually liked this a lot, this port. Yeah, it, it does not seem but bad. I mean, mechanics are not great. And there's some weirdness with like how it's scrolls vertically sometimes <laughs> but uh yeah this is i mean this is i mean you know i, I know you're always singing the praises of humber team but like this this kind of seems a step above humber team yeah well humber team is prolific and uh, some of the stuff they did was great uh super uh, super game they're all right they did, also did a uh, aladdin port of the mega drive game which isn't half bad and uh, what else did Super Game do? They did a Lion King port that wasn't too bad. So, and of course, but I think this is the one that's most famous. They also did the Bomberman uh, version. That's not half bad. So, yeah, Super Game isn't bad. It, it seems they're, they're being quite stingy with the shurikens uh, compared to the real maybe, game. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I, I always wanted this, you know, on a cart. Uh, I actually do not have this. Uh, and uh, Where was it distributed originally? Oh, for most, mostly all of these were in uh, Taiwan and the Middle East and stuff. You'd find them in Argentina. When I lived in Brazil, I used to see these oh, okay. uh, bootlegs all over the place. Uh, but they were usually in, uh, you know, different languages not brazilian portuguese so it's clear that this was just stock that they had for their uh famiclone systems mm -hmm. but uh, i think this one primarily probably saw in the middle east and taiwan i don't i don't know if you'd see it too many other places maybe like spain i don't know like i know portugal and spain had a bit of uh bootleg industry Every, every once in a while, when you get hit by certain enemies, like the whole screen just like freaks out. Yeah, I noticed. Is is there like a wall jump mechanic? Oh, Can yeah, there is. Up? Yeah. Doesn't work great, but it is there. There's. Are there any sound effects? <laughs> there is. Not too prevalent but there is I, I i i have not heard any sound effects since i started actively wondering if there are sound effects <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah i mean this has always been this is way more impressive to me than what Ten, tengen did with uh the first shinobi right oh so, i actually didn't I, did i know that if i knew that i forgot that that they had that they had a shinobi version on nes yeah, yeah. I guess it's not that surprising Tenga. though, because there were, you know, like uh, was it Alien Storm and some other. That's a Sega thing. It was right? Afterburner, Space Area, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantasy Zone, uh, Altered Beasts. I mean, these aren't all from Tengen, but there was Sega games yeah. on that came primarily through licensing deals that were made prior to Sega's expansion. So, like from home computer systems and stuff like that. 
But yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish, uh, I think uh, in order for this to come on a cartridge, someone has to do an MMC3 mapper conversion or something. Uh, but hopefully someone can do that. Because uh, I would love to have a proper uh, repro of this. So no one has made like an MMC3 like repro? Of this? Or no. I mean, I mean, of I mean, anything. It, Oh, no, like, no, that, I'm saying, big... like, the mapper that this runs on is oh. not MMC3, but MMC3 is the most common mapper. Uh -huh. So, uh, sometimes to make games uh, easier to reproduce, or at least back in the day, uh, they would do MMC3 mapper uh, oh. conversions. And uh, the bootlegs especially are kind of uh, difficult with this, because some of them run on very weird, like, mapper systems that, Jump. like, Jumping generally aren't documented. Work properly in this level. I like how fast it scrolls. It's cool that they converted this level, but it doesn't work very well. No, this this level does not work too well. But uh, uh, this is Joe. Joe had the same complaint for this. It's a. It's interesting though. It's not not bad overall. Yeah, it's pretty overall, pretty interesting. Yes. Twenty two Sigma presents. Oh, is this going to be no time zone? What time zone? Nineteen ninety one, two thousand one. Oh, this is Sigma again. That was did uh, uh, Bioforce Ape, right? No, that was Seda. Seda. Okay. So is that two thousand one a patch? That's the that's date? the translation. Okay. So is this is this. Date. Is this a official Famicom game or a pirate game? This is an official game. Okay. Do you know uh, Do you know the name Kenji Ano? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, he did like a D. Oh yeah, 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 that guy. So this is an earlier game from his uh, creative uh, pool. Interesting. Yeah, he, he always had uh, some very interesting and unique games. Yeah, I love uh, Kenji Ano stuff. Uh, is this is it based on uh, any sort of property, or is this totally no. original? I don't think so, at least. I might be wrong about this, but I don't think so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I always had a strong fascination for, for him, obviously, as many others did. And it's uh, too bad. I'm very sad that yeah. he passed away as young as he was. But uh, yeah, I was asked recently to write about him for an upcoming project. So I'm actually writing a pretty extensive biography on him these days. It's pretty neat, though. Yeah, I, I love I the mean, graphics in this. Yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of got an Earthbound vibe, but not quite. Somewhat. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It has like that kind of. It's a mix of like Earthbound and Adventure Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a perfect way to describe it. I'm I'm not sure exactly what uh, what triggered the, uh, skateboard? the skateboard. Yeah. So I see I'm in AD one. Like there there must be some time travel mechanic to this. Yes, there absolutely is. Well, now I'm wondering if this is an expensive game because it's, it's pretty... yes. It is? Yes. 
That's uh, that's unfortunate. This is this is pretty interesting. I mean, I, you know, I, I I'd be tempted by just for the Kinjino connection, right? nothing else, yeah, yeah. you know. But it, it it actually seems uh pretty good. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty competent. It's not perfect, no. but I mean, it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of like the era where NES games were being. You know, phased out, but still very much perfected, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So oh, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, early '90s Famicom is some of the best. I mean, you know, it kind of, you know, it, something about the aesthetic also kind of makes me think of like a much rougher, like Panic Restaurant or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed how close it is to 11 o'clock. <laughs> so we should probably finish up these last few games, especially considering uh, what time it is over in Norway. Uh, but this is really cool. Oh, yeah, it's not too, uh, not far off to 27 games now. So let's see. Future creator Namco. Uh-oh, is this, is this going to be Scorpion Darth Vader? It is going Could to be, be Scorpion Darth. <laughs> I saw someone early on in the chat was like, please play Nemco Star Wars. I, I saw that too, and I was like, well, you better stay up. <laughs> Something I appreciate about this, I think I've talked to you about uh, this to you and uh, with John Adi, that Star Wars, you do not see the stars behind the in, inside of the text. Mm -hmm. A lot of Star Wars games, I mean, official real Star Wars games over the years have gotten that wrong where you where it's just a, a yellow outline without a black yeah. fill and you can see the stars behind it. I can't remember off the top of my head which games, but I, I've definitely played games on like N64, PlayStation 2 probably, where you can see the stars behind it and that's, that is as incorrect. So this game makes a really strong first impression. Oh, really strong. And then it leaves an even stronger impression. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, like, it's got like this, like Zelda 2 text box. It's got like this exactly yeah, Zelda 2 menu. I always thought that. It's like a Castlevania 2 text box. Mm. Zelda 2. It's it's pretty Zelda 2, but I guess both of those okay. games are pretty similar. I, I've always thought this game was like kind of taken after Zelda 2, but also, you know, just kind of being a regular platformer. Oh yeah, that's right. It's one hit kills. It, I was playing this pretty recently. I, I almost put it in Analog Frontiers Part 3, oh. but I, I, was, I, was, I, I was struggling to get a good shot, so... <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, I think this game has a lot of interesting ideas in terms of like you have all these force powers and stuff, mm -hmm. like way before like the Super Star Wars games and you know that kind of. I, I do gameplay. not particularly like the Super Star Wars games. I wish They're I very difficult. I wish yeah. I did, but I just don't like them. I love the design, the music, and graphics in them. Yeah. Uh, They're just not so I have fun a soft to play. Spot, but. They're not, yeah, they're just really not that fun to play. Uh, the first one, I think, is balanced enough that I can play, like, Superstar Wars. I, yeah. I can play through that and have fun, but uh, Empire Strikes Back, I never enjoyed, and Return of the Jedi, yeah. there's some levels I like, and then 
the Evox stages. I just know. How, how are the Game Boy ones? Because I remember back in the day, a friend had the Game Boy Return of the Jedi, and I remember, I remember playing it. I don't, I don't remember if it was any good or not, but. So I mean, the first Star Wars Game Boy is a conversion of the NES game, which has some funky ass music. Um, <laughs> but Return of the Jedi, yeah, that's a Super Star Wars conversion. I don't think it's that great. So. I mean... There's also a Master System Star Wars game that's also based on that NES game. And then... there's that. I mean, I assume this is maybe taking after, like, Empire Strikes Back, you know, where there was the whole... Whoa! I dropped a huge thing. I I've actually never killed Scorpion Vader before. Oh, no! Well, this is not Darth Vader breathing. I really think the Scorpio Vader thing just comes from, like, they probably had the design sheet of different, this, uh, you know, monsters and things, you know, from Lucas mm -hmm. or from whoever whoever handled the licensing at this time. I'm guessing it's Lucasfilm. And uh, so they just used whatever material they had to, uh, you know, embellish on yeah. enemies and everything i mean like, i i i just kind of thought like i don't know like the the you know the whole like cave where he fights like the phantom darth vader i mean i could see something no, yeah. some sort of tie i, don't, that, I, I but... really don't think they really cared so much about the plot of the film i think they just looked at making a game with designs yeah that came from a folder yeah. so well, I guess I kind of beat the level. I've never played that far into this before. Uh, I never yeah, actually just, beat. Yeah, I never actually yeah, beat the scorpion before. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it's a game I want to like. You know, I, <laughs> I want... like it, but it's just not great to play. But I find it very fascinating. Yeah, and it comes in this wonderful little uh, Namco box. You know, the physical yeah. edition. I love. I love this small. Is it is uh, it an expensive game? Yeah, it's. It's not super expensive, but it's kind of like in the middle. Hmm. Omake games. Uh, Bastef. Bastef. Is, is this... Uh, I... It's a French game. Oh, okay. 2019. Cle clearly so... quite new. Oh, we, we, got, we got a new new NES game. Let's play it. I, I I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, pretty good color use. Yeah, I, I kind of like like the thick outline mm -hmm. character uh, designs. Ooh, that, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, pretty good. It's NES. a good illustration, right? Yeah. You should put that in Analog Frontiers. This, uh, I don't know why this, this little world map makes me think of, like, Pocky and Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is uh, also a new game. It's from Broke Studios, which, uh, they also did a game called Twin Dragons, which is a fairly good, uh, platformer on the NES. And then they released this, which is based on a comic book in France. Ah, is, and, is it, uh, like, officially licensed based on that? Yeah. 
You can buy a collector's edition from Omake that comes with the comic book. And um, this was recently released in Japan from Columbus Circle. So I have... Oh, wow. The, it was, they changed the name. It's called uh, Pico Pico Grand Adventure in Japan. Translate into Japanese, uh, I guess. No, no. It actually says Pico Pico Grand Adventure in English. Oh, so, no, no, no. I mean, like, is, is the game wrong? Oh, the game. Yeah, yeah. The game text, text. is... Uh, the game text is uh, in Japanese. So there's only... So this game only exists in French and Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, maybe there is an English version by now. Uh, I mean, I just dumped my cart, so. Oh, okay. uh, but so this is your uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, yeah, yeah. Most of this, uh, most of the homebrews you've been playing, I just dumped myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, so. I mean, this this definitely seems right up my alley. I, I like the colors in this. This lot. is yeah, yeah. This this is actually a really good game. Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm the, mechanics, the mechanics, the mechanics feel didn't... great and everything. Yeah, both Twin Dragons and this really didn't get enough love from like uh, the homebrew community. I think outside of um, Europe, I am sure there's a lot of people who did notice it, and maybe they're in the chat, but. Um, yeah, I mean, this. I thought this was one of the better ones. And Broke Studios do great work. I think they also help a lot of other developers mm -hmm. with uh, the NES, so they're just good yeah, all, I mean, all around. This just looks like really competent use mm -hmm. of the NES hardware in a way where it's like clear that they like understand the limitations. So I'm like, the way that they are like positioning things is like resulting in like not like really any sprite flicker or anything like mm -hmm. that. Like it's it, it seems like they're using it in in a very advanced way that is like not also revealing the system's technical limitations. You know, right? It's uh, this is this is really good. And you can also switch uh, characters, by the way. I yeah, I saw that. I'm but... assuming the other one seems to like jump less high, but has a, maybe a yeah. stronger shot. Exactly. At first, I was thinking it might be more of like a puzzle game, and like maybe like uh, maybe the characters would have some of the later stages does definitely make use of puzzles, so it wouldn't be too far off. But it's not like completely something about the A button. Yeah. Uh, Columbus Circle still is selling this. Uh, I'm sure you can find. Oh. Just look for Pico Pico Grand Adventure if you want the Japanese version, or go to Omaka Games if you want the European version in the box. Yeah, I mean this and is. I think this is just a beautiful game, and it plays really well. Yeah, just check out the Broke Studios sometime. You know, Twin Dragons, this game. Uh, yeah, and just uh, all their games so far have been great. Yeah, I'm I'm very impressed. Ah, uh, almost done. 25. Astrofang Super Machine. Copyright A-Wave. <laughs> uh, okay. So, let's just uh, say it's official. So. This is an official uh, Famicom? Yeah, it's a Famicom game. Yeah. A, a the future. Though. A ruined planet. Planet RS-121. Desert and desolation now replace the advanced civilization that used to thrive here. All that remains is something I didn't have time to read. Oh, this, uh, this looks like it's got like, uh, oh, this, I mean, this looks like uh, 3D Hot Rally. Or Rad Racer. Or Rad Racer. But with combat. 
which I mean could be an interesting idea. I mean I uh, I do not like Mock Rider. I love the music. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I, like I, I got it after you know it like the music was in Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that uh, Nintendo haven't like revived that somehow. Mac Rider seems like it would be a perfect fit for like F Zero. Well, then they would need to make F Zero games. Yeah. <laughs> but it's weird that he hasn't like popped up again somewhere. It's part of that initial legacy of theirs. The the weird thing is you hit up to shoot. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, that's the weirdest part about it. You I hit just down know, to transform. You and I have and I like a love. Or we both like rad racers. I figured I'd throw this in. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like. I I actually need to get. Ra I used to have a copy of Highway Star, and then I got rid of it. But I I should just get a U.S. copy of Rad Racer sometime because it's not like a great game, but I definitely have a soft spot for it. Like this is so close to that, it almost makes me think like, <laughs> did Nasser Jabelli do this? <laughs> Probably not. Well. Highway Star and Rad Racer. I think I told you before, try, but when I worked with uh, Nubu Matsu, yeah, I generally. Oh, yes, I, you've told me this story. Yeah, yeah generally when I uh, work with people, I don't get them to sign stuff because I just find it kind of awkward and I don't generally like sign stuff in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I like the artwork and just they can touch it if they have to. <laughs> <laughs> but for. Uh, when I was working with him, I just figured, uh, you know, I should bring him one game to sign. And because uh, I didn't know at the time, you know, we got to know each other quite well at the time. But this was uh, one of the first times I saw him. And I, I had Rad Racer laying around. And I was like, I'll bring that. <laughs> so I brought that and then we sat down, had a few drinks and stuff. And, and I was like, oh, do you mind signing something for me? He was like, yeah, sure. And I got that out, and he was just like, why do you own such old trash? <laughs> and I was like, oh, because it has your music in it, even though it's quite trash. You're right. He, was like, he thought that was funny. Yeah. I was willing to say that he made trashy music. So Ooh, that's how we shot. actually became friends. Was Umatsu was very uh, uh, fascinated by the fact that I, and I had been drinking, but uh, he was very fascinated. I cursed around him. He was so happy whenever I would curse, because apparently people didn't curse much around them. <laughs> so... I, I guess he likes people feeling comfortable around him. <laughs> yeah, he likes drinking buddies, generally. I hope he's doing well. I, I know that he's been having quite a lot of health trouble. And last time I talked to him, he was taking a break. Didn't uh, did didn't he do music for uh, Sakaguchi's new game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really hope that comes to platforms other than Apple Arcade because it looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, and like I I really like you know Sakaguchi's um, post uh, Square output. I mean I, I haven't put as much time into. Uh, into a lot of those games as I would like, uh, other than the last story. I beat the last story, which is amazing. Uh, and I got to, like somewhere on disc two in Lost Odyssey, but then I had difficulty spike and haven't ever gone back to it or restarted it. But 
Yeah, I, I really like what I've played of his stuff since then, so I mean, you know. Like, it's, it's good to see that, like, Sakaguchi's, like, greatness kind of is his own doing, and it's not just because, like, he was surrounded by, you know, amazing people at Square. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he definitely uh, holds his own uh, independent of them, for sure. Time to uh, change game? Maybe? Yeah, I, think I guess we... so. The, the, these kinds of games tend to have really long levels, so... Data East. Oh! I. You know what? I don't know if Drumble is still in the chat here. Uh, I assume this is an unmodified ROM. No, I'm not unmodified. Huh? It is just... Uh, yeah, it's unmod unmodified. Yeah. This is just me throwing a wild card in there. This... Uh... This is a game that he had back in the day. This and uh, Spelunker. They were, I think, the only two games that he uh, that he had as a kid that he had sold. And oh. he kind of wanted to, uh, he, you know, kind of like me and, and Ghostbusters and Mousecapade, he felt like he had unfinished business with them. Oh, okay. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. This game has inverted uh, jump in. Is that Karnov? It kind of looks like uh, young Karnov. Um, yeah, this game has inverted jump and uh, punch. Uh, I forgot about that. I I've only played a little. But anyway, like, he finally found a copy. Like, he had been looking for it for a while, and it took a while for him to find a copy of it. And he found it at MAGFest, and he just was like, <gasps> and he was so happy to finally find it, and, um, but, he's, he refuses to beat it until, uh, he beats every other NES game on his backlog, because he feels like that is how he has to, like, be done with the NES system, is beating Werewolf the Last Warrior. Uh, we have a super chat from uh, the Sonic X9. Thank Audie, you. Why are you not a fan of publishing the... Are you... Why are you not a fan of the publishing the Callus and why? Wait. Why am I not a fan and why? Well, thank you for the $5. Um, the Callus, uh... There's a lot of stuff that kind of came up, came out about them. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I worked in the industry for 20 years, and uh, I've had some dealings with Nicholas, and it's never been horrible or anything. It's just never been positive, I'd say. Just, uh, I don't think, um, yeah, it's just not uh, personally a company that I was much interested in working with. So nothing really dramatic. Nothing. I don't have any salacious stories to share. I just uh, wasn't a company that I was interested in um, working with. The music is great in this game, and that's it. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> I think it's shit. Yeah, I mean it's it's not. You know, it, it doesn't make a horrible impression aside from the uh, uh, the reversed uh, jump and attack. But uh -huh. 
at, at least it has you know like smooth 60 frames per second scrolling unlike uh, a lot of data east NES games it's true it's just that it's 60 frames smooth in a game that doesn't deserve it yeah what does don't knock mean? I think I knew this at one point and I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, this is an official title. Uh, this is yeah, it's, you know, certainly a game. Like I said, Drum was looking for it for a long time, but like after he found it, I see it like everywhere now. It's not uncommon. Like it's in fact, it's usually out in, you know, on the shelves with the common games. This is not a behind the glass uh, NES game. I have no idea how to get past this part without, like, jumping on the spikes. <laughs> I like uh, the Japanese version of this I have uh, just because of the cover. Because it has, like, a real... Uh, uh, they made, like, a real figurine and photographed it for the cover. Hmm. So I have it just because of that. I mean, I, I do like werewolf. how the NES box art has, like, the werewolf, like, actually, like, ripping out of the box. Ripping the cart. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is neat. Yeah, the music is awesome, and the graphics are pretty great in this game, too. It's just gameplay doesn't hold up at all. So. Yeah, I, I kind of like the, like, the just that grass texture in general. Like, back there, I don't know. It looks, looks does, nice. Does the grass texture redeem the game for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Japanese version, someone's saying the Japanese version is uh, better, and yeah, it's... It is different. Uh, are all your Famicom games boxed? Yes, actually. I have... I uh, can actually double-check right now in my... Uh, collector's thing. Well, I, I beat Karnov just... twice, so surely... You beat Karnov and his brother. So surely that counts as having beat a level. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Look, when they're facing the other way, it's ex exclamation mark, oh. Like, so, that's part of their sprite. Like, look at this. Oh! On my, uh, on my spread sheet for any for Famicom games, I have 250 exact boxed Dang. Famicom game. And I have Gimmick, which... Uh, I have Gimmick. Uh, I have... Uh, Castlevania or Akamajo Dracula, and uh, I have uh, Cap Captain Saver. Those three I have now, so I have some of the higher priced ones. Uh, all right, dare we open up twenty seven? I I I don't know whether I should expect like a grand finale or if it's just another game. I don't remember anymore. It's too late. <laughs> Uh, oh, it was certainly looks grand like, finale, right? Looks like we didn't we didn't blow the card out. Yeah, I guess this doesn't work, huh? I, I don't even remember what this was. Well, just like uh, Drumble's backlog, I guess uh, Werewolf the Last Warrior is the grand finale for our stream. <laughs> yeah, I'll check out what this was, and I'll see if we can get it on the next stream we do like this. So uh, which one... Um... Which game do you think left the best impression on you from this? Uh... I would say, like, if I were to pick, you know, outside of the games I'd already played before, because there were a few. Yeah. Um, 
if I were to pick like an official release, a ROM hack, and an original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the official release was that uh, uh, Getsu whatever from uh, Konami. Getsu Fumaden. Getsu Fumaden. Uh, going on eBay right after this. Uh, <laughs> Getsu Fumaden. Uh, that, of the official games, of the ROM hacks, I would say the, the Castlevania one. That was really good. Oh, really? Holy Relics. Holy Relics. That was really good. Um, All right. There, there, were, um, there were probably other ones that are just not springing to mind as readily as that did, but uh, that one was really good. Um, and of the original games, I would say that uh, that that French one. Uh, Super uh, Super Bustef Adventures or Bustef Adventures. Yeah, that was that was very very impressive. All right, that's a good solid lineup. So. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, I'd say. Yeah, I, I would say, say want to do this again. Mostly, mostly good, good games tonight. <laughs> yeah, and Home Alone. And Home Alone too. Oh my goodness. Oh. So yeah, I mean, anytime you want to do this again, let's do it. And yeah, we can definitely do other machines. Even it can be Super Nintendo, it can be Mega Drive, or it can be more famicom and nes yeah we could we could mix it up in the future yeah this is a lot of fun so uh thanks audi again for uh uh, being on stream and 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 uh being the the conductor uh to uh to our 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 streaming symphony tonight and uh, yeah it was lots of fun and uh thanks everyone who uh uh, hung around and uh sent super chats and everything and uh like audi said earlier uh, we're going to do a PS3 stream um, on the Imlig channel, I believe, on uh, uh, Friday, Friday, probably Friday afternoon, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be kind of like uh, kind of like the uh, the um, stream that y'all did on uh, Friday on the DF channel, except uh, I guess with Corey's picks. Yeah, I think we're playing some Tokyo Jungle, some Puppeteer, some Bionic Commando, probably. So, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, nice. And uh, last minute, uh, two dollar super chat from uh, Vanessa area with with just a heart. Yeah. But uh, thank you as thank you as always. And uh, so yeah, Friday and then next Sunday, I guess just uh, normal stream business as usual. So, yeah. see y'all later this week. See you all later. Thank you so much for watching. Good night.